1972, Title IX was signed into law. This prohibited discrimination based on sex and changed the game for girls and women in sports across the nation. To learn more, the Greater Columbus Sports Commission and iHeartRadio invite you to listen to the new podcast, Starting Nine Up. Celebrate the 50th anniversary of Title IX with nine stories about girls and women's sports with the Columbus Connection. Listen and subscribe to Starting Nine Up, a Title IX podcast on iHeartRadio or your favorite podcast platform. Greater Columbus Sports Commission is proud to celebrate the history of women's athletes and the 50th anniversary of Title IX with a new podcast. The Starting Nine Up podcast will feature some of the most important female voices in local sports. Hosted by iHeartMedia's Matt McCoy, Starting Nine Up explores stories you may be familiar with and others you might be hearing for the first time. Listen and subscribe to Starting Nine Up, a Title IX podcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the best of Matt Connerton Unleashed, Volume 2. Of course, you can hear Matt Connerton Unleashed usually live uh, weekdays, 4 to 6 p.m. from the WMNH 95.3 FM studio in Manchester, New Hampshire. But uh, this week we're doing the best of, and this is uh, another uh, two hours of some of the very best clips, some of the most entertaining stuff that we've been able to uh, put together uh, from the past uh, two years of Matt Connerton Unleashed on WMNH 95.3. And uh, let's dive right in, shall we? Our first clip for this episode is, uh, well, recently we had a a meeting of the minds, uh, so to speak, Uh, a recent uh, cast edition to Matt Connerton Unleashed uh, has, of course, been virtual Dave Ridley, Well, virtual Dave Ridley got to meet the real uh, Dave Ridley on the air recently when uh, Dave Ridley called in. He wasn't expecting to meet virtual Dave Ridley. I don't think he even knew about him. So uh, here's what happened. Is it appropriate for a politician I've seen all week? (laughs) Seriously, I've been asking this question. Matt knows I've been asking this question. Is it appropriate for an elected official to take disparaging videos and then put them or pictures and put them out there and indicate what they believe it may or may not be. I mean, I know one of the pictures in questions may or may not have actually been a picture of somebody who had just had a seizure. Actually, there's somebody okay. uh, there's somebody else who wants to, ch- to chime in here. Let's just, uh... like even saying something like that, you know, you could, if you were like a national talk show host and you said something like that, you could have your show yank off the air or, or there could be protests at your offices or something over something like that. Oh, that was uh, virtual Dave Ridley, our new cast member here. I'm sorry, Dave. Go ahead. <laughs> what was the context? Where are we? Uh, wait, I've been dying for this. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, uh, it gets better. Oh, it gets better. I'm sorry, Dave. Go ahead. Virtual Dave Ridley is very rude. He interrupted you. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it did definitely sound familiar, whatever was being said. But, uh, no, no, I didn't really have anything about that. that. Sorry, Dave. Go ahead. <laughs> that, that is all. I'm done. No, no, no. <laughs> no, I, I just, I, you know, he, he just. We love you. He, he, he likes to, uh, you know, he, he, he likes to uh, just. No, we do no, know that okay, virtual. Okay, I'm done. I got to go. I got to go. No, no. Virtual real, really, really does have warm feelings for Matt Connerton. <laughs> yes, he does. Yes. <laughs> We're, our, our, our family here just keeps growing, Dave. For, you know, we had the ghost of John McCain. You know, he, he's been, he's been haunting us. And, and now we have, uh, I'm John McCain. And now we have virtual Dave Ridley. It's amazing. 
All right, I'm honored. I'm honored, but I, I can't think of anything else to tell you. Oh, what a okay. pair, Ridley and McCain. I know, right? That would be a that would be a great ticket. Well, aside from uh, McCain being dead, but, but I'd vote for that, Dave Ridley. If if you ever run for president, would you have uh, uh, the ghost of John McCain as your running mate? I would not. All right. I have the courage, the wisdom, the experience, and most importantly, the oldness. He makes a, a strong case. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dave. <laughs> we love you. Do the do the Ridley Report. Oh yes, please plug the Ridley Report before you go. Ridley Report. Ridley Report. Something. 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 Ridley Report. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> well, all right, Dave Ridley. Thank you so much for the call, my friend. Okay. You're welcome so much, and thank you for your service. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. There you go. Maybe someday the real Dave Ridley will interview uh, virtual Dave Ridley for the Ridley Report. Won't hold my breath on that one, but we'll see if we can make that happen. Anyway, uh, next up on the show, so here's something that happened very recently. Uh, there is a frequent caller, and he's a part of the WMNH extended family, Mike Doyle. Uh, usually about once a week, he appears on the morning show with the great Peter White, which you can hear, of course, weekday mornings from 7 to 9 a.m. But Mike likes to call into my show and gives me a hard time, and he has a tendency to kind of filibuster and try not to let me get a word in. Uh, and I kind of uh, I kind of blew up at him a little bit recently. Um uh, and I, I kind of have mixed feelings about how I handled it. But uh, here it is. I'm going to play that clip for you, my exchange with Mike Doyle, and then uh, Mike's uh, arch nemesis on the air, Fred Bonig from the Daily Ripple, uh, chiming in uh, at the end uh, with his two cents on the matter. Here it is. And uh, we have a call. Uh, oh, turn down your radio, Hello? please. Hey, who's Hi, this? Matt? Yes. Yeah, it's Mike Doyle. Mike Doyle, how are you, sir? Good. Can you hear me? I can now, yeah. For a second, I couldn't. You were cutting in and out, but oh, okay. I, I can hear yeah. you now. I, yeah. my, uh, I have a trouble with my Bluetooth. Okay. Well, wherever, hey, uh, wherever you are right you know, now, I'd don't love move. I'd to see you do a show sometime. I'd love to see you do a show on the, uh, the, the current Congress and how much work they're getting done for the people of this country versus versus their inevitable hunt to try to figure out something illegal on, on uh, Donald Trump. We just spent a year and a half of doing nothing, but you guys all, everybody warned us. The fake news, oh, will you wait? It's Robert Mueller, and he's going to, he's got the best team of Democratic guys. They're going to crush Trump. He's going to jail. He's going to, I don't know why you, yeah, Mike, I don't know why you lump me in with that. I mean, we have this conversation every time you call. You lump me in with, uh, you know, with the rest of the news and say, oh, you guys all warned us and everything. So we've talked about this before, but I'll say it again. I have said all along that I was skeptical that Trump directly colluded with the Russians. I've said it a million times because I don't believe he ever wanted to be president. So I don't know why he himself would be colluding with the Russians. And I've said that over and over again. But every time you call, but every every time you call, Robert Mueller. Every time you now, call, now we don't believe the attorney general, and now we want we want this, that, and the next thing, and they just they're just doing whatever they can to hide the whole Hillary. The, the, you don't want to see the report. The whole the whole shoot match started this whole mess. Mike, we and talked about it before. Nothing's getting nothing's getting done for the people of this country. That's the problem. Nothing's getting. The you Democrats just just don't want to do anything in Congress. They just want to 
look for, look to try to find a problem with Donald Trump. Well, Mike, and let me tell you why I, I thought you wanted you into to. This I thought. A little bit, I thought. Hang on, Mike, you Mike, on. Mike. Can we have a conversation, Mike? Just, let me talk. I heard you talking about dude, the story about. Will you let me talk a little bit, Mike? That Donald Trump said at the border, "Don't listen." I'm just going to let you talk. The uh, <laughs> don't listen. Don't let judges stand in your way. And then I think at some point you said he even said that that you and that you have a direct line to the president. The, the gentleman, that, that question came up last night, and a guy on TV said they had, a Border Patrol guy had mentioned to them that it's the courts that's stopping us. And making a joke, Donald Trump and Jess just said, oh, you're going to let them stop you? Like that. That's all it was. And that's got, supposedly that's one story. Now that's gotten blown up into he's telling people on the border to not listen to the court system because that, it's just, you guys are unbelievable. You think he really wants to separate people at the border, Mike? I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna try. Okay. Oh wow, I, I'm, I get to actually uh, answer you this time. Okay. Once again, Mike, you you constantly take what I say and and try to lump me in with everybody else. I sat here and went over that, and then what did I say? I want to know exactly what Trump said because I'm skeptical because there's no video of what he said. And I even gave an example, a previous example, about how sometimes his words are taken out of context. And, yes, there are people in the media who occasionally twist what he says to make him look bad. And I even gave a previous example of that. So I don't know right. how I don't know how you listen to my show and then you but call the in is, Mike wait hang on let me finish that damn let me fi- the problem is I put it out there Yeah do you have any proof that was said Mike you, you, just, you, you don't know how many listen people listen to your show and now have gone down the road that you know what I heard today on Matt Carson Jesus Christ Mike Donald Trump Mike. told the people on the border not to listen to judges. You don't listen to what I stupid. say you don't listen to what I say you hear half of what I say I talked I about it. It's already in the media, Mike. I talked about it, and I halfway defended the guy. And I said, I don't know if he actually said this. And I even said I he might have been. That at the end. So I, what I is your? So what is the problem that. then? So why are I you calling me up? So why are you calling me up and saying, well, now you're putting this out here? I'm I'm actually defending the well, guy, original, and you're calling me up and saying. Is, my original ain't... question is: Could you do a show sometime on just how much the Democratic Congress getting done? And things and things that they're doing to better this country. I gotta that, be that honest. Was my original premise. Well, I don't really take and, requests, uh, but I gotta I be. Know, a, I'd, as I'd a, like to hear a show about that. Sometime. As a civil libertarian, I don't necessarily want Congress doing a whole lot. <laughs> you know, so I don't know what well, I, I don't know I what you're looking we, for them we, to be doing. That's what we all want. You're more of a Republican than you think. We all want them out of our lives. I'm an independent them, dude. We don't want them. I'm not a Democrat. I say it all well, the time. I I'm know, an independent. Say, but anyway, Wh- it is what it is. When's the last good, time I voted for a Democrat? 2008. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. Good stimulus. Good show, though, well, as usual. You know, Mike, I like talking to you, but I wish you'd, I, I wish when you, when you'd call, you'd let me respond to things without filibustering. You know? Okay. Cause, no, no cause, problem. Cause I genuinely like talking to you, dude, but I get frustrated when you, you say something and then I try to respond to it and you just keep going on to the next thing, which is a rhetorical strategy. I understand. You know, you make your point and then you're already on to the next subject before you give me a chance to respond to anything that you said. And believe me, you're not the only one who does that. I mean, you know, you've seen John Hopwood in here, but I, I actually like you and, uh, enjoy talking to you and would like to have a conversation. And I get frustrated when you do that filibustering thing. 
Take a breath. Right. I won't do it. I, I'll try not. To, I don't do it advertently. I believe me. Well, I try, I just, and, and I, I, and, try, and I, I get frustrated listening to all the things that are going well in this country right now. Yeah. I mean, right across the board. And again, I'm not going to filibuster, but you never talk. You don't. You rarely talk about. Most of these shows don't talk about them. How how good everything is for everybody. Things are going pretty well right I've now. Talked about and, it a million and, times. But all we talk about is uh, tax returns and Russian probes and. I don't talk just, about. Just, I haven't just, talked about the tax return issue at all. And I've said many. I mean, and I've, I've said many times on the show, the economy's great. And if the economy continues to be great, I think Trump will win re-election. I say it all the time. Oh, I, I do too. I, I don't think that's an issue. Right that's now. been my my standard prediction. But you don't you, yeah. you, you don't necessarily hear the whole two hours of the show. But I get frustrated, Mike, because you call and you and you throw this thing at me like I'm CNN. Not that I think CNN is as bad as you think it is, but you know what I mean? You lump me in with everybody else, and I just don't think it's fair. But then when I try to defend myself, you just keep going. And I and I, I try to understand. I mean, I know sometimes when you're on the phone and you're calling a radio show, you can't necessarily hear everything I'm saying, but I just need you to slow down a little bit because I don't, I don't think it's fair to just, you know, you call and you throw no this stuff at me. It. You don't have to give me a I got it, dude. You only have to tell me one. Come, what? I, won't, I won't do it again. I wish I, I, I get frustrated and sometimes I ramble on. That's all. <laughs> I wish you would come in again uh, sometime and hang out yeah, with I'd me during to. the show. Because it's much easier I'd to love talk to come in, in and person. Have on the line and just have a good discussion about what's going no, on I, in the world and just yeah. the simple stuff, you know. And just, yeah. No, I really because uh, I enjoyed that. And, and, and like I said, I like talking with you. And it is much easier to do it in person because in person, you, when you can see the person and you're not on the phone, it's just I'm not trying to discourage yeah, you from you, calling. I'm just you saying. Can just give me the finger and tell me. No, I was very. Right, I was. Show. I was. Sorry I was, about that. I didn't mean to ramble on. Good show. Right, as usual. That's all right, Mike. All right, thank you for the yeah. call. All right, bye bye. No, I you know, and I I I try to be patient because I know that people call. Like I I had that problem. Uh, Jeff Cassell had to. Uh, apologized to me once because I got really frustrated with him because he called and he just kept talking and talking and, you know, and I couldn't get in, but it's like, the thing I get frustrated with Mike about is, and like I said, I like Mike and I want him to keep calling and I want, you know, anybody who wants to call, call, but, um, you know, when somebody calls and they just talk and talk and talk and it's like, well, wait a minute, let me respond to that. I want to have a conversation. You know what I mean? Uh, cause I, like I said, I genuinely like talking to him. I think Mike's a great guy. Uh, he's probably going to be on the morning show. This I think he usually goes on the morning show on Fridays, you know, and and he's great on the radio and everything. But, um, yeah, Mike Michael Alber uh, put in the Facebook live chat in quotes, "You people." Yeah, well, that's that's the thing, and I assume Michael is is talking is referring to what Mike Doyle says when he calls and he says, you know, you people just talk about this and all you want to do is is uh rag on trump and this and that and you know and it's like don't lump me in with everybody else because that's not fair do i spend a lot of time ragging on trump yes i do i also try to give him credit where i think it's due i certainly talk about uh you know how good the economy is i've made my prediction many times on the show i say all the time and i still really believe it if trump survives the Mueller probe and it looks like he has and if the economy uh continues uh to be strong i think he's a lock for winning re-election i know fred disagrees with me on that fred for i think i think fred thinks trump's gonna lose i i actually i actually don't because you know like i always say too all trump has to do is convince everybody who voted for him the first time to vote for him again and they most likely will um fred says uh here mike here is a list of what they have done so fred uh 
Yeah, Mike won't see it, uh, Fred. Mike is, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Mike is not on Facebook, so he won't even see this. But uh, but that's the other thing, too. It's like when, when somebody says to me, you know, like, uh, well, let me put it this way. I'm not someone who thinks a product, a quote-unquote productive Congress is necessarily a good thing. It depends on what they're doing. If they're doing good things, great. Uh, but oftentimes, I don't know if you all have noticed, but politicians, lawmakers, elected officials, sometimes they do a lot of things that aren't good. Now, you can take each individual thing, and depending on you, uh, on uh, how you feel about it ideologically and uh, or how you might feel about that specific issue, you might, uh, you know, opinions will vary on whether it's a good thing or a bad thing or a neutral thing or whatever. But uh, I'm not necessarily, like, I'm someone who thinks that sometimes gridlock is actually all right. Because sometimes... June 23rd, 1972, the world of women's sports changed forever. Now, 50 years after Title IX became law, we're celebrating with a podcast dedicated to women's stories, where we'll examine and amplify women who changed the face of sports as we know it today. Listen and subscribe to Starting Nine Up, a Title IX podcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Celebrate the 50th anniversary of Title IX with nine stories about girls and women's sports with a Columbus connection. Um, when there's gridlock, yeah, maybe there are things that should be getting done that aren't getting done, but also maybe there are things that shouldn't be getting done that aren't getting done either. You know, if, if there's, you know, if you have enough people in office who have, uh, some pretty nefarious ideas. So for me, when somebody talks about a productive Congress or an unproductive Congress, it's like, that's not really a talking point that I'm, uh, interested in, um, I don't care if, if Congress is productive or unproductive. I care about, you know, if they're barely doing anything, what are the few things that they are getting done? Uh, or if they are doing a lot, what are those things, you know, and in, in what ways are they screwing us over? <laughs> you know, because I, I do have a strong libertarian streak in me and I don't, uh, you know, uh, I don't necessarily think that Congress doing a ton of things, um, is a great thing, but uh, Fred did post uh, this link for for anyone else who wants to see it. Like I said, Mike Doyle won't see it. He's not on. Uh, he's not on Facebook. But, um, but uh, oh, that's quite a list. I mean, you know. By the way, I mean, I, I do think uh, typically in in, in a uh, typical Congress, uh, I think Congress generally does a lot of stuff that we just don't notice. Uh, there's there's a lot of um, a lot of bills are passed that. Either, uh, you know, nobody in the mainstream media is going to talk about because it's just not particularly interesting to talk about some bills or, um, you know, uh, some some things that aren't, you know, just are kind of mundane or whatever, aren't, you know, the big sexy issues or plus there's only so much that the mainstream media can cover at any one time before uh, Americans uh, attention spans begin to to kind of fail them. So anyway. Um, but, uh, where were we? I kind of lost where we were. Oh, I was talking about the, I was doing the transgender thing, wasn't I? Or were we on this other thing? Oh, the family separation. Yeah, that's what it was. It was like, you know, cause not, not to keep going back to it, but you know, I, I try to be very fair. And I said, cause this is the thing that, you know, one of the things Mike wanted to talk about. 
I said, I don't know if Trump actually said this. I don't know if it was taken the wrong way. I don't know if he was making a joke like I said that. I didn't, you know, and then Mike says, well, you put it out there. Well, it's already out there, dude. How do you think I'm seeing it? Uh, you know, I'm the one trying to be fair to the guy. I'm not going to be Fox News and go the other way and, and defend him, but I'm trying to be fair. And I think I am fair. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerson Unleashed. Who's this? It's your old pal, Fred. Fred Bonick from the DailyRipple.org. How are you, sir? <laughs> I, I love your show because you know the best part of your show is Mike Doyle for me. I gotta tell you, <laughs> I, it gives me the most entertainment. You don't, you don't um, think, uh, you don't think I was too hard on him, do you? No, I'm a radio guy like you. I get it. I mean, yeah. I, 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 I've given you a hard time about letting people just ramble on without, without, without a pause to let you do your show. Yeah, yeah. Well, there was a there was a specific. Uh, there was a, a specific uh, individual uh, I, I remember you had uh, made a comment to me about. We'll just. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, well, that's okay. You no, know. it's not. And, and it, I'm just saying sometimes it's okay to just say, look, you know, this is a conversation, not it, a monologue. It was John Hopwood, by the way, for anyone who's wondering. <laughs> but John and I, we, we love each other at the same time as we both disagree with each other a lot. Oh, I know. Well, you know what's funny, though, is you and he ideologically match up much closer than than you might think but he gets he get, he sometimes he just likes to be very uh very uh contrary but uh, although on, I, I know he, he he likes to do radio although on uh, you know, he, he knows you need a foil on immigration though i think he is genuinely a conservative but uh, other than that i think he i think he uh probably uh matches up with you ideologically uh, pretty closely but, uh... Well, uh, on the transgender thing, um, what I was going to say is we have a writer that works for us, um, Bryn Tannehill, and yeah. uh, she has a new book out. All you want, everything you wanted to know about trans, but was afraid to ask. Um, it's on the Daily Ripple. It's, a, it's actually it's a quite a thick book, and you know I, I just find that I'm glad that they're going to allow the people that are currently serving. Um, there's Navy SEALs that were transgender. I mean, it's, you know, this is not about who's tough and who's not and who's right. brilliant. I've met, I've met so many transgender people now just from our, you know, being in Washington and being at all these different events. And I, you know, they're all, they're all great people. They're all hardworking. They're all, I, I wouldn't want to get in a fist fight with any of them. Right. And, um, so, but, but the thing is, this is all about, um, Trump thinking that, you know, that, that because because he needs the evangelical vote. Oh, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. So this this is this is one of the things he's promised them. And that's why he's trying to do this. It's I mean, it, does, it doesn't Rand has done the uh, studies on this. It doesn't it doesn't change anything. This Right. This, whether they're transgender or not. I mean, there's already been all the studies on it, but they're just yeah. doing it so that because he needs the votes because without the evangelical vote. He's not getting elected. Well, you know what's and, uh, and, and, uh, I was just going to say, Fred. You know what's funny about this is for I had actually forgotten about this for a long time because Trump uh, he he made that tweet, which was a couple of years ago now. It just seemed to come out of nowhere. I think it was on a Friday afternoon. I think we were going into the weekend, and then um, you know, and then it sounded yeah, like to distract about some other news story. Exactly, and then it, it, it sounded like Mattis was kind of slow walking the whole thing because he was blindsided by it. No one had warned. I don't think he told anybody. I think he just did this, and then I and then I just kind of stopped hearing about it and stopped reading about it. And then I, for a long time, I thought it was a dead oh. issue. 
And I, I thought they had just, uh, I, I thought the administration maybe had kind of forgotten about it, but well, apparently not. <laughs> it's, it, it's a, another case of, um, of, of, of white male. I'm, you know, I, I'm afraid of anything that is not white male. I mean, you know, they're afraid of homo, you know, homophobic craziness. Um, you know, um, I think, I think somebody said it best the other day. They said, uh, you know, oh, I know it was uh, uh, Buddha Judge. He said, "Look, to, to Pence, he said, look, don't take it up with me. Take it up with my God. You know, I didn't make me the way I am." Ooh, that's a good you line. <laughs> that's good. I like you that. Know, that yeah. was, you know, I, I, I'm just being me. And and he said, you know, at one point in his life, he would have done anything to not be gay. Yeah. But now he's like, you know, you know, he's accepted it and. I mean, he's married. I, I mean, it's just yeah. It, 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 again, it's this crazy religious belief system that has nothing to do with Jesus. It has nothing to do with te- the teachings of uh, of love. It's it's about fear and and all that. It's just it's just sad. Yeah. No, I. Uh, That's why I, like I that agree. Song, talking Leviticus blues. I, I I think that would be. That's why I like it because it's, oh yeah, it's exactly right. I you know? I people opened believe, with that yesterday. You know, yeah, I'm not it, right, and it, it is. It's it's people believe you know this this book that they believe in, but they only believe in the choice parts that they want to use for their argument. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I know. Well, and they're very hyper focused on that one thing too. They're so yeah. focused on that one thing. It's incredible. It's like they really. Shakespeare had something to say about that. He said, he thinks he protests too much. Yes. <laughs> well, I'll let you go, but I'm sure glad Mike called in. I always enjoy when he does. It makes me, it makes me smile to, to realize I had a conversation with a woman today at the compost place. And, and she said, well, you know, I, I try to win over these, uh, you know, these Trump people. I said, no, don't do that. They're, they can believe whatever they want. You're not going to change them. Yeah. I said, you're never going to change them. That's because of the people that they are. Ooh, I said, wait. Well, well uh, no, go, go ahead and finish what you were going to say, but then I, I just have something to counter that with. But go ahead. Well, I, I, I say, you know, they have to have an epiphany in their own life to change those kind of things. So what, your argument of logic or that is not likely to change that at all. But – there's a lot of people out there. There's a lot of young voters who have no idea. I just say go out and register to vote. Yeah. Vote.org. Get these kids to register. You outnumber them. You don't, they can believe what they want. You just got to outnumber them. Well, what I, what I was going to point out though, because uh, to be honest, Fred, I, I think you're, you're broadly c- correct on that. But, um, b- because we have a listener who is an exception to what you were talking about, I do, I do just want to point this out and, and give her props. Uh, Rhonda, uh, Ostrowitz, uh, Favero, you may have noticed her in the Facebook live chat. Um, she was, um, I forget if it was yesterday or the day before she was in there and she was talking about how she voted for Trump. She was a, a Trump supporter, uh, but she has come to regret that. Um, and is, uh, is no longer on the Trump train. So, um, so th- there are, th- what, made, what, what was the thing that made her regret it? That's what, that's what you need to find out. What was the thing that changed her mind? Yeah. And it probably was an epiphany that it directly affected her life. 
she did make a comment, and Rhonda, if you're still in there, feel free to address that now. Uh, uh, but uh, she did make a comment about, um, you know, she didn't want a dictator. She felt that Trump was uh, was behaving like a dictator, and that's not what she voted for. Um, but Rhonda, feel free to, to to expand on that if you're still uh, if you're still in there. But uh, yeah, well, okay, well, I'll let you go. But but thank you for another great show. Oh, uh, thank you for the call, Fred. Appreciate it very much. All right. Talk to you soon, boss. All right. Take care, man. Bye-bye. All right. That was uh, the great uh, Fred Bonig from the DailyRipple.org. Hello to uh, my old friend Bill Stephanitis, who uh, joins us in the Facebook live chat. Uh, I worked worked with Bill uh, many, many years ago. Um, Okay. Yeah. Rhonda says that's it, Matt. Yeah. The the, uh, dictator thing. Um, Let's see. We are almost out of time. Uh, so I might play that. How long is this song? Oh yeah. Uh, Rhonda had sent this, uh, song, uh, called the DEA song by, uh, Ken, uh, McKim. So we'll, we'll play that in, uh, in a moment. I'm, uh, anxious to hear it. Um, Rhonda had also commented, uh, oh, cherry pickers, uh, referring to, um, you know, people who, uh, yeah, people cherry pick what, uh, well, what I've always said about, uh, organized religion and Christianity specifically is it's, it's more political than spiritual, right? People cherry pick what they want out of the Bible to suit their, their ideological, uh, proclivities. So, you know, if you're someone who's, if you're a conservative and you're really freaked out by the idea that there's actually gay people in the world, well, hey, there's something in the Bible for you. <laughs> right there in Leviticus, you can just cherry pick that one thing. And like I said, they're very hyper focused on that one thing. Um, Rhonda also said, uh, many bills folks don't know about some so unbelievable, such as vegan meals, uh, for prisoners. That's referring to what I was talking about earlier about, um, you know, you don't necessarily always want Congress doing a lot of, a lot of stuff because not all of it's necessarily going to be great, you know, especially by the way, if you're, you know, if you're a Republican and you've got a Democratic uh, Congress in control, you don't want them to be very productive. And if you're a Democrat and you've got a Republican Congress in control, you don't want them to be very productive. So I don't know that that's necessarily a great barometer how productive Congress is. But uh, so we're going to uh, get out of here with that. Uh, Mike Doyle, if you're still listening, I still love you, brother. Um, and uh, I do hope you'll come in again. Uh, live in the studio with me where we can talk face to face because we did that once before and I very much enjoyed it. We, uh, we actually did agree on some things. We disagreed on others, but I thought it was a great conversation and you're always welcome to call. You just gotta, just gotta let me get in there a little bit too. That's all. So there you go. I still have a, a mixed feelings about how I handled that. I might have gotten, uh, gone a little bit over the top, but I was, uh, I was upset. <laughs> I was frustrated, you know. <laughs> But I don't want to discourage people from calling, and I do uh, genuinely like Mike Doyle very much. And I had Fred's support in that, as you heard, and and, uh, that of Jenny as well. So uh, you're listening to the best of Matt Connerton Unleashed Volume 2. Let's keep it going. So as you heard uh, in that clip, uh, I am a man of uh, emotions and feelings. Uh, But uh, not everyone always uh, thinks so. Uh, Eric Gagnon, also known as Easy G, had made a little... Uh, comment about me on the morning show uh you can often hear eric on the morning show with peter white weekdays 7 to 9 a.m he goes on there to do uh the entertainment report and i've tried to poach eric and and bring him over to to matt connerton unleashed uh, to become my official entertainment reporter in fact i've told him many times 
uh, whatever Peter White is paying him, uh, I will double it and add a zero. But uh, but he is nothing if not loyal. So he only makes occasional appearances on my program. Uh, but uh, yeah, so he uh, he was there for the first part of my recent uh, debut of Matt Connerton's smooth jazz experience, and apparently. A discussion of that, well, that experience came up on the morning show, and Eric made a comment about me, as well as uh, there are some other things, too, that I wanted to ask him about, but mainly I wanted to confront him about his assertion. Well, you'll you'll hear it in this clip. Joining us here uh, at the news desk, he is, uh, by default, when he's at the news desk, the best uh, newsman in the business, uh, Mr. EZG, Eric uh-huh. Agnan. <laughs> Yeah, some guy just walked up to me and said, "Hey, uh, I said hello." I said, "How do you know me?" He said, "I I seen you on uh, on the uh, on the I seen you on the I think it was the Facebook Live or ninety seven. June 23rd, 1972, the world of women's sports changed forever. Now, 50 years after Title IX became law, we're celebrating with a podcast dedicated to women's stories, where we'll examine and amplify women who changed the face of sports as we know it today. Listen and subscribe to Starting Nine Up, a Title IX podcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Celebrate the 50th anniversary of Title IX with nine stories about girls in women's sports with a Columbus connection. The Just Because deal. Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast from Mickey D's. From me? Yep. Why? Because it's morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. So I forget the guy's name, but a, a shout out to that fella. He shout out on Elm Street here on the waves of the show. Shout outs deserve an air horn. <laughs> and uh, by the way, Eric, you're it's so fortuitous that you're here today because you showed up just in time for the second episode ever. Oh no! Of Matt Connerton's smooth jazz experience. Oh no! <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh. April Fools. Even though it's oh, a week after April Fools. Man. See, that's the ultimate April Fools joke. Instead of doing the the like that was more like a, a dress rehearsal. The uh, the April Fools show. Here it is a week later, and the ultimate April Fools joke is I made you think that I was doing the same thing I did on April Fools. Get it? Yeah. See, it's very. It's like uh, it, it's like a three dimensional. April Fool's joke or something, right? Yeah. Am I right? Easy G in the house. And uh, let's see, uh, the number to call today, 603-250-6007, 603-250-6007 on this April 8th, 2019. Uh, Eric, a couple things to ask you about. Uh, yeah. So uh, first thing, um, I noticed when I went to use the restroom a few minutes ago that the key and the lanyard were uh, very wet. This was uh, immediately after you going to use the restroom. I just washed my hands. That's all I did. So do you wash your hands? <laughs> do you wash your hands while holding the key and the lanyard in your oh, hand? Oh, yeah. I think I might have. Sorry about that. That's okay. I just wanted to make sure that's what it was. Yeah, it was just water. Yeah. Just water. Okay, good. That's what I figured. I, fi- I figured, you know what? Easy G. Good question to ask, though. It is, yes. <laughs> Easy G. This is what I figured. Easy G is so conscientious. He not only... And so clean, so fresh and so clean, to quote the uh, Outcast song. 
Um, <laughs> so fresh and so clean. He not only washes his hands after using the restroom, he washes the key in the lanyard as well. And yeah. I think that is outstanding, sir. I wonder what happened to those other keys that got lost. Uh, well, I, I, I don't know either. Oh, I actually have three things to ask you about. Okay, so the oh, second wow. thing to ask you about is, and you're the one who brought this to my attention, so I've not heard this yeah. yet. But apparently, uh, my name was brought up on the morning show. Yeah, Peter White brought his name. Yes, Peter White brought up my name on the morning show, which I always appreciate, by the way, because, uh, you know, I love a little bit of cross promotion and I always go out of my way to, uh, plug, uh, the morning show with yeah. Peter White. Live weekdays, uh, 7 to 9 a.m. here on WMNH with a replay from 2 to 4. Yeah. And of course, all the shows are archived at WMNHradio.org. But, uh, so apparently, uh, toward the end of the show, uh, something was uh, said regarding the uh, smooth jazz experience that I yeah. was so proud. I, <laughs> I thought it was a rousing success in promoting uh, smooth jazz. But uh, uh, so uh, now I have not heard this in advance. Coincidentally, I had to go and use the restroom while this part was playing on yeah, the replay. So I missed it. But uh, <laughs> but but here we go. Are you almost done. And uh, I'll end it with a, uh, the uh, later on. I'm going to come on the Matt show because I don't have any information about what's going on. Really? On you the like Chicago that? Tour. So if Matt's listening, I'll see you at four o'clock to tell everybody what the four one one. I think he's going back to jazz today. So you're going on Matt's show tonight? It is for half an hour before the Bible study. Right, the jazz part of the show, right? <clears throat> because uh, Did I, you like the jazz? No, uh, I, I hated it. Why? Uh, he was just chilling. trying to change I liked it up a little bit. He cracks me up, man. I like the new, that was hilarious. the old Matt show. He talks about the politics. Right. Smooth you don't, jazz. you don't like smooth jazz. Smooth jazz. No, I came on the wrong day. Sorry, okay. Sorry, yeah. Matt. I know, but you, you were rather rude to Matt that day because I heard it where you left him. You left him. Right? I had to go to Bible study. I know, but you said your show's going to be a failure if you keep it up with this smooth jazz. Uh, with these pissy idiots. I was just thinking, was right good radio. That's all it was all. I don't know. That's an opinion about good radio. You may have heard, you know, Oh, may sorry, have heard sorry Matt. You may have heard his feelings. I, was, I don't think he has any feelings, he told me. <laughs> okay. I know he has feelings. Well, of course, people that say that probably, you know, have real feel, even more feelings. Actually, yeah, you're right. trying to mix it up Right, they day. just build that wall up I, I, around I didn't like it, it Matt, We're still friends, Matt. I don't know. Ooh, that's <laughs> questionable. Very questionable. Are you Facebook friends? Yes, but not, not until two, two more okay. weeks. I took it off the line. But that's everything. <laughs> All right, are you, are you, are you done? Yeah, I'm done because we're running out of time. We'll just get into well, more we'll, stuff next week. Okay. Well, we... All right. Now, uh, Eric, I, I must tell you, uh, uh, I am a man of uh, very deep feelings. Oh, no. And emotions. In oh, fact, uh, you know man. that uh, Mariah Carey song, Emotions? Oh, yeah. Where she's like, you got me feeling emotions. That's actually about me. It was oh, actually no. uh, like written from my perspective because uh, I am a deeply emotional person. Now, uh, we're, we're live on the air, so I'm going to keep my composure. I'm going to hold it together, but I just want you to know, EZG. And I'm not I'm not telling you this to uh, guilt trip you in any way. I, I said I to was make sorry you, earlier. To make you feel badly, I'm just, uh, but I just want you to know <laughs> that uh, later on this evening, I will be uh, lying uh, on my bed. On my stomach, with my face in the pillow, weeping. I just oh, want you to know that. Yeah. I, I just want you to be aware that uh, I'm not saying I'm not saying it'll have anything to do with anything you've said or done, or uh, <laughs> or or the the uh, the shiv uh, that has been uh, shoved into my uh, abdomen. Is that April Fool's? Uh, but uh, I'm just saying I will be. Uh, my pillow will be damp uh, with the tears. Oh boy, the tears that have been wrought. 
by uh, by the words of uh, EZG because I do have very deep feelings. Oh, all right. I'm sorry. And I'm very sensitive about the smooth jazz. All right. And you know why I'm sensitive about the smooth uh, jazz, Eric? I have no idea. Because I love smooth jazz. Yeah. In fact, I'll probably be listening to some John Tesh while I'm weeping. Oh, now, the boy. third thing I wanted to ask you oh, about, uh, about uh, Eric, and it's actually uh, something that you uh, you reminded me of, oh, boy. is um, now I heard that, uh, well, I, I heard it, but then you, you also brought it up that you were caught in a, uh, oh, a, a little white lie. Oh, I was, yeah. So, uh, oh, and, and uh, hang on. We actually have a, a song for this. Before you tell the story, just to kind of uh, set things up. Little White Lies been around for years. Mm-hmm. Little White Lies ringing in your ears. <laughs> you turn around, come around, back on you. <laughs> well, that Little White Lies catching up to you. It was funny how it happened. All right, Eric. Easy G. Tell us about this uh, lie you were caught in. Oh, yeah. I told Peter White the, uh, after, the day after the um, St. Patrick's Day parade that I was home, Rockland Murray Port, all the miscellaneous paperwork, and then the guy on Facebook Live said I saw Easy G walk into the Red Barn. So I was busted. Busted? Yeah, I said, well, yeah, I guess it's true. And I was some guy yelled out Easy G, and I didn't think anything of it. Well, I mean, you hear that everywhere you go. You're a big star. Well, yeah, the, well, the last guy didn't say Easy G. He said, I saw you on Facebook Live or on 97. Oh, very nice. Oh, Heidi Hamer, the Honorable Heidi Hamer is in the Facebook Live chat. She says, hey, it's Monday afternoon. What's Eric doing there? Have you stolen him away from the morning show with Peter White? Well, you know, uh, Heidi... I was gonna, uh-huh. I was gonna sweeten the deal even more, but then oh, uh, wow. to try to uh, poach him from the morning show. But then I found out uh, apparently he doesn't think I have any feelings. <laughs> Nothing more than feelings. Oh. I'm a, I'm a deeply, deeply sensitive man. EZG. Oh, yeah. Just ask Jetty, right? I uh, <laughs> look. I have been known to watch the Hallmark Channel, and I'm, oh, I'm that, and that's all I'm gonna wow. say about that. That's all I'm gonna say. I watch the Hallmark Channel with a box of Kleenex because I get very, uh, very uh, 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 moist in the eyes, shall we say, with the, the, some touching films. I almost went a different direction with that joke, but that would not be appropriate for uh, Afternoon Drive here yeah. on WMNH, uh, EZG. You brought, uh, speaking of miscellaneous paperwork, you brought an entire attache of paperwork with you. Yeah, I brought this uh, photo. It's practically a file cabinet. Oh, let me put the camera on that. What is that? Gonzo made the, the thing for the uh, record. Uh, yeah. Manson Animal Shelter. And uh, what's the face? Uh, Laura the Animal Lady bought this thing for $10 and money going for charity. Laura the Animal Lady. Yeah. Is she like a superhero or something? Laura yeah. the Animal Lady? She helps out at the shelter. Oh. Does the fundraising. Why do you call her, like, does she have an actual last name? Yeah, Gilman, yeah. Oh, why do you call her Laura the Animal Lady? Because she helps out at the animal shelter. I mean, don't you think that's a bit dehumanizing? No, she likes it. Oh, she, oh, she, oh, she does, <laughs> does she? Jenny in the Facebook live chat says, you should see him park the car. Well, that, that has nothing to do with how sensitive I am, certainly. I'm a very sensitive man. Oh, if you boy. called me, if you called me Matt the Animal Man, I'd be like, but I have a name. I'm not an animal I like, man. I like to name. I like to give thanks to everybody. Did you like that show, Manimal? 
when you were a kid, remember you remember it, right? The show Manimal. He was a man, but he was an but he could like transform into animals. He was Manimal. I, I don't remember it now. Manimal on NBC Saturday nights. I think it only lasted a season. Maybe if you had watched it, EZG it would still be on today. No, I don't know. All right. So why? Uh, so I, I'm sorry. I I was. Uh, so why why do you have that uh, print? That, is that oh, what you call that? Guns. A print? Hold that, hold that up one more time. Gonzo made that. So Gonzo. Now, now explain who Gonzo is. Apparently he's one of the, uh, Ryan Gorman's uh, best pals. I thought he was one of the Muppets. <laughs> Get it? Gonzo. I, I don't, I don't no. think that's his real name. I think it might be his nickname. No, I think that's his real name. It's probably on his birth certificate. All so right. Gonzo made that for you, of you. Well, he didn't make it for me, but he, uh, when he. Well, uh, you have it. He, he printed it out. He gave it to you. The uh, Laura uh, b- bought it for ten dollars, and the money goes for uh, the charity, uh, Manchester Animal Shelter. But isn't he? Because uh, I, 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 uh, I did hear part of the morning show this morning. Right? Isn't he? Uh, d- didn't he make only five of them? So it's yeah, like this right. very then, exclusive thing. And then, um, uh, uh, Louis Applebaum, the, the dr- cab driver, bought one. Who loved your entertainment report, from what I heard. And it was a Sound- show. It was a show. Where Sounds like he was riveted. Kind of took over the show. So. Who did? When he came in, he kind of took over the show who, with the photo. Who took over? He did. Well, it's okay, though. Louis Gonzo. Applebaum did? Oh, Gonzo. Gonzo did. Then Louis Applebaum called, and I ran out of time. Mm. And Ryan Gorman probably did something uh, during this period, no, too. No, he didn't do you. anything. I didn't hear from him. Oh. I was just trying to get something going again, because that's good stuff. Else. Right. So, uh, so Gonzo came in. So do you have uh, do you have mixed feelings about Gonzo now? Because on the one hand, he made this beautiful print, but on the other hand, he kind of ruined your entertainment report? That's no, okay though. Well, more the merrier. Yes, uh, you sound a little. Uh, sound a little. He told me. He told me to watch out for Ryan Gorman. Though he said, I told him the next time I see him. Ooh, did he, he really say tussle. that? Yes, he had a little tussle, and he said, "I told me they after Ooh. Ryan Gorman said the next time I see him, he's gonna give me a big hug." He said, "Boy, watch out for Ryan Gorman." <laughs> Ooh, who who had a tussle? We had it on your show about a oh, month ago. Oh, you meant a verbal. Oh, I thought you meant an actual physical. I thought somebody had a tussle with somebody. I was like, ooh, a but, fight. but then he said, forget it. And he said, I'm going to give you a big hug. Remember when he called up the Oh, show? I remember that vividly. But, uh. And then his daughter called up Abigail. He, and, yeah, well, Peter. She, she, she had never, that, that, she had never Ab- called Ab- your show. She Abigail never, is, uh, Peter's daughter, not Ryan's right, daughter. Right. Yeah, she she had never called clear. your show, apparently. She had never called my show, nor has she called since. That's how much she loves you. I don't know about that. But. She loves you like like you're her great grandfather, which I think is lovely, Easy G. Oh boy! So Gonzo said, "Watch out for Ryan Gorman." He did it in a good way, I think, though, because they're best of pals. Yes, 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 indeed. So why, why else would he put that big X on Gorman thing there? Wait, what do you mean? Explain. What well, I, as me being an enemy of Gorman, he's a big X. Oh, I joke. get it. It's for a joke. I get it. He knows I like orange that. my favorite color. Yes, orange is my dad's favorite color as well. I think you guys are about the same age. So, um, but he only made five of those, right? Yeah, but he said if they need to be, he'll make more. So, okay. It's $10 a copy. The money goes for the. And then Louis Applebaum bought one, right? Supposedly. Yeah. No, that's, that's awesome. Very good. No, that's very nice. Yeah. And then, uh, so, like, did you have to buy that one or did he give you that? No, uh, he just gave it to me. And then Laura, uh, Laura, the animal lady who has no last name. Gilman. Oh, right. Well, soon to be another name because she's getting married in a couple months. Oh, right. So her current well, well, last well, name well, won't well, even matter what is, at that what point. What is she thinking, you know? What is she thinking what? Getting married? I know. Did you try to talk her out of it? No, I didn't. You didn't share with her 
your experience with uh, like restraining it did, orders it, and it, stuff? It didn't work out for me, but I, I'm always all for, for people getting married. They want to go for it. That's, that's their business. Well, I think, you know, I read a, a, a new uh, statistic, uh, Eric, uh, just this morning. 89% of marriages now in the United States end up exactly the way yours did. It's, oh, uh, no. it's really discouraging. Oh, no. Yeah, so uh, don't get married. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny, though, because the, uh, I was working at Creamland today. You want to hear that story real quick before my you time ha- is up? You have a story about working we'll at Creamland this, we'll today? We'll save the story for, for next week. I notice sometimes you say Creamland, and it, which makes it sound like it's Cream a country. Land. Creamland. Yeah, but every once in a while you my say boss Creamland. And me, my boss, Nicole, was there, and I think I forget the other lady's name. Do they have last names, or are they just uh, like animal Nicole's people as well? Nicole the boss. She's the uh, owner of the place. Oh. My sister. Uh, no. on, on, uh, Natalie. So anyways, Nicole and me there were working on uh, getting the chicken tenders ready and they're putting them in the bags. Uh-huh. And the other lady was there too. And she says, wow. She goes, we just got an order from the uh, the guy that delivers the milk. He's got a real raspy voice. She says, I keep telling him that he has a voice for the radio. So I said, well, I got to say something now. It was just a great leeway, you know? A le- yes, a segue, said, you, you never guess you're also on the radio. She goes, who? I said, me. He said, oh, really? He said, What's the, what, what radio station are you on? So I obviously talked about this station, obviously, 95.3, the Peter White Show. Mm. She never heard of it, of course. But she's so busy working, you know, 80, 90 hours a week. What do you mean he'd never heard of it, of course? Well, she's definitely not trying to listen to the radio. So. Uh, everyone should listen to the radio. And True. this station specifically. Well, she's busy running the place. She is the owner. So. I just realized your uh, file folder there matches your shirt. Okay, go ahead. So anyways, the, uh, so I told her that I, I talked out the place, and she said, wow, thanks. Free advertising. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And the uh, and we were talking about a couple of funny stories that my my uh, friend used to take care of some uh, older gentlemen that, that have uh, Down syndrome. And mm-hmm. she says, well, she goes, you know my son that comes in. The, in I didn't know it was her son. Her son has Down syndrome. Mm-hmm. I thought that's thought that a great thing or anything, but I didn't know. I didn't know that it was her son. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she she said, "Wow." She was very surprised that I was on the radio because the running gag over the last six weeks I've been working there now is that people know your Easy G up there. Wow! So I showed her the photo. She really liked it. Yes. Well, it's not really a photo; it's a print. But it looks like me, though. It's not an actual photograph. Right. It's a print. It's a uh, the guy. Uh, Gonzo uh, uh, made that. I'm just a, a stickler for correct verbiage, kind of like your story. It's more of an anecdote than a story, right? But he he made that thing. Oh, I it know. Lo- it looks like me. But yes, no, it does. It's a spinning image. It almost is like looking at a photo. So I don't think anybody in the uh, 35 year history of her working there have, has actually been on the radio promoting her business. Right. Maybe my guess. You're going to get a promotion, probably. Maybe my guess. I think she was pretty surprised when I said that. You're probably going to get a promotion <laughs> and a raise. So if Peter White's listening, she, they don't know that EZG works at Creamland. <laughs> do uh, the people who own Creamland, do they also own Goldenrod? No. That's a, too bad. Are, um, you, are you a fan of Goldenrod over Creamland? No, I just think there'd be some great cross-promotional uh, opportunities there. That is that laminated? It looks like it's laminated it from is. here. It looks like uh, it very nice. Now, but And yet, uh, it is wrinkled. Was it wrinkled when he gave it to you? Uh, probably not, but I had it in my bag. Yeah. You should get like, uh, uh, you should get like a glass case for it and then you could carry it around in a, in a big heavy glass case, which oh, will also help build your I'm muscles. I'm going to give it away though. My friend Lisa. She's my oh, number one fan. Oh, 
That's the fourth thing I wanted to ask you. I knew there was something else. Lisa. Okay. Now. Uh, oh, and, and speaking of Lisa, boy, this would be a great time for some smooth jazz. But, uh, but I don't want to, I don't want to drive you out, uh, before I ask you about this. I know you have to leave soon. You have Bible study? Right. What do you, what do you study at Bible study? Oh, right now we're talking about, um, what happens in hell. We're going to hell. I, I, I worry about that. I worry about we the lake of about fire. We yeah, fourth week. Yeah. You know what Pat Benatar said? Hell is for children. Yeah, which, which I don't think is literally no, true. I think I, she was speaking metaphorically. There's no place you want to be. No. Because you burn. Uh, right. That's what I hear. It's, it's hot. Dirty. And the humidity is even worse. Um, EZG, uh, tell me about uh, Lisa. Are you back on good terms? Because I was listening one day to the morning show, and uh, she oh, had, called, this, this she had called in, and she was kind of upset with you. Oh, yeah, because I told everybody that she was still married. Well, technically, it's true, so... Didn't you also say but she then, had? A, but you also said she had a lot of issues. Yeah, well, I, I told her so do I. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, I told her she hasn't courted the market on problems because she said, "What problems do you have?" I said, "Well, my wife had gotten a restraining order against." Her. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. So that really shut her up. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, don't, I mean, uh, you know, she probably didn't like that you uh, went on the radio and said she had a lot of issues. Though women don't like that when you go on the no, radio and I saw last like week that. and she didn't seem to care about it. So. Okay, so she's over it. Oh, yeah. Because she called that day, and it sounded like you had broken her heart. There's yeah. another Pat Benatar song, Heartbreaker. I've broken a lot of girls' hearts over Don't you the ma- years. <laughs> You've broken a lot of girls' hearts over the years. Look oh, at you. I broke my ex-wife's heart. That's for sure. Oh, wow. Well, you you really are a heartbreaker there. That deserves... Uh... I, I don't mean to. <laughs> you don't mean but to, but it's, you're it's, a big it's, star. It's like, that, it's like that guy at the... Uh, I only broke her one heart, actually, was my ex-wife's. Oh. But the, right. uh, I was just joking, but the guy mm. over at the, uh, market basket, I forget the guy's name, but I was joking with him at the, uh, when he was bagging my groceries and he was telling me some funny stories. He's a real character. Uh huh. And he's a bagger over there. He's probably like 20. And, uh, he says, you know what? He says, I could teach you some lessons. I said, well, what kind of lessons? He goes, I'm a big ladies man. <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing. Mm. I said, well, you, uh, he's, and I saw him the other day and I, I joked with him again. I said, Boy, here comes the ladies, man. He goes, right. He goes, I can't help it. Right. The, the ladies is banging my door down. Is he, <laughs> this uh, guy's really funny. is he a handsome man, would you say? And, oh, and- he's not bad, but he's this, this funny guy. He says, I can't help it. The ladies, you know, banging at my door. Right. Yes. Well, I mean, that's, uh, <laughs> that's his cross to bear, I suppose. I cross- well, it was funny when he told me that I, I could, I could, he, I could, teach, he could teach me some. <laughs> right. Right. Well, maybe he could. Yeah, you know, the guy is a funny guy. Mm-hmm. Better, uh, better to be funny than dumb, I guess. Better to be funny than dumb. You know, my grandfather always said that. I just made that up. Of course, he had like, dementia. Oh, that EZG. Well, you know, he'll probably be showing up in a few clips here on these uh, best of shows. <laughs> we have a lot of fun with him. Um, you know, it's funny. He, he I, I never know when he's going to show up. He just kind of shows up spontaneously. And sometimes he walks into the room and I think, oh, what am I going to do? I hadn't planned on this. What am I going to do with him? But then we always end up having a good time. So, uh, you know, and, and easy G, you know, we pick on him. But uh, it's just like with uh, with other folks like Len R.J. will at the people's mayor, for example. We, uh, you know, it, it's it's all done with uh, with love and affection. So now we love easy G. Uh, our next uh, clip, uh, this is going to be a this is a short one. But recently, our president. Donald John Trump uh, expressed some concerns about green energy and uh, wind 
wind power and, and so forth. He's not a big fan. Uh, he made some comments about how uh, apparently uh, wind, wind turbines give you cancer and, and things like that. Uh, and you can't watch television if it's not a windy day. Things that uh, I think most people know are not true. But uh, our president has some other ideas, and I uh, took it upon myself to comment and and try to correct the record. So uh, here's that. Uh, This is from Vox.com. Trump's long history of pushing wild misinformation about wind turbines. The president's latest false claim about wind energy is his wildest yet. So it says here, President Donald Trump is a climate change denier and renewable energy hater. So in other words, he's a Republican. Uh, That much has been clear for a long time. But during a speech on Tuesday evening, he took the flawed arguments he's been making against wind energy to new levels of absurdity. Addressing the National Republican Congressional Committee, Trump claimed that sounds made by wind turbines cause cancer. Well, all right. Uh, he said, quote, if you have a windmill anywhere near your house, congratulations. Your house just went down 75% in value, and they say the noise causes cancer. You tell me that one, okay? What does that mean, you tell me that one, okay? I don't know what that means. Um, maybe that's a tell. Maybe you tell me that one, okay, is uh, just kind of another way of saying, by the way, I'm lying to you, uh, but I assume... Uh, that uh, you as my base will believe everything I say. Uh, Let's see. Uh, It says here, there is no evidence, however, that any sort of sound, including the low-frequency ones emitted by wind turbines, uh, causes cancer. After all, as Philip Jack... Jakey, Jekyll, uh, wrote in the Atlantic in 2017, if it were the case that wind turbine sounds cause cancer, you'd expect evidence of the connection to emerge among residents of countries that have lots of them, like Denmark. But it hasn't. Uh, let's see. While there is no evidence that wind turbines cause cancer, chemicals and particulates emitted during the processes of extracting and burning fossil fuels have been linked with numerous health ailments, including cancer. Trump's claim that windmills drastically decrease property values is also false. As CNN detailed in a recent fact check of Trump's comments about wind energy, quote, While some properties can see a decrease in value when turbines are placed and constructed nearby, several major academic studies found no statistically significant decrease in the average property value due to wind turbines in the U.S., unquote. Tuesday evening was far from the first time Trump pushed misinformation about wind energy. During a speech in Michigan last week, he decried that the unreliability of wind means it's impossible to watch television on evenings where the wind isn't blowing. Trump said this, quote, If Hillary got in, you'd be doing wind, windmills, wee. And if it doesn't blow, you can forget about television for that night. Darling, I want to watch television. I'm sorry, the wind isn't blowing. I know a lot about wind, unquote. I just want to let those words hang in the air for a second. Yeah. You don't... (laughs) Maybe you might know a lot about hot air, Mr. President. Uh, But you don't know anything about wind turbines or windmills or wind energy or how it works. 
If you did, you wouldn't be saying stupid stuff like, oh, can't watch TV because the wind didn't blow. That's not how it works. Uh, It says here, Trump's comments betrayed ignorance of how batteries work and of the idea that wind is just one part of a broader renewable energy system. Asked about Trump's remarks, Michael Mann, a professor of atmospheric science at Pennsylvania State University. Uh Uh-oh, a scientist. What do they know, right? Uh, Scientists, they think climate change is real. They're dumb, stupid scientists. Anyway, uh, Michael Mann uh, from uh, Pennsylvania State told Newsweek, uh, that uh, those statements amounted to, quote, malicious ignorance. The truth is that a combination of wind, solar, and other renewables, along with battery and smart grid technology, can provide continuous and abundant electricity, unquote. Uh, during previous speeches, uh, Trump has baselessly suggested wind turbines make easy targets for terrorists. <laughs> And claimed they are especially dangerous for birds. In fact, fossil fuel power plants led uh, too far, uh, so far more bird deaths. Oh, I'm sorry. Fossil fuel power plants lead to far more bird deaths than wind turbines. Yeah, that's a that's a talking point, by the way, I've heard from from others who hate renewable energy. Oh, wind turbines kill birds. Uh, that's actually pretty rare that a bird flies into a wind turbine. Uh, it apparently does happen, but with uh, far less regularity than birds are killed in bird strikes. Do you know what a bird strike is? A bird strike is when a bird unwittingly flies into an engine on an airplane. You know how often that happens? All the damn time. Should we ground all the airplanes? Because apparently, if you're President Trump, you're all of a sudden so worried about birds. Can't do anything to hurt the birds, so I guess we can't have renewable energy. Well, maybe it's not a big deal when it's bird strikes because they, they, they that's a pretty quick death. Like when a bird flies into uh, the engine of an airplane and they're, uh, you know, the, 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 the engine's pretty powerful. They're immediately just ground to death in there and, you know, the plane just keeps on going like nothing happened. So maybe that's okay. But whereas when a bird flies into a wind turbine, even though it doesn't happen very much, that's a that's a pretty grisly death for a bird. So maybe that's what it is. And Trump just didn't take the time to explain his concern for birds flying into wind turbines, even though it's clearly on his mind. And why wouldn't it be? I'm sure a man of Trump's empathy and caring, I'm sure he's very concerned about animals in general and, and just can't bear the idea of these poor, unsuspecting birds just flying right into all these wind turbines and then plunging to their death. I'm sure it keeps him awake at night. Very, very troubling to him. I have no doubt. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumbo Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumbo Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. 
Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. What a guy. I bet he's a member of PETA, and he just doesn't tell anybody because, you know, he doesn't want us to think he's bragging, you know, because he is such a humble man. Yeah, I can be a little uh, critical of the president sometimes. <laughs> but you know what? I have to tell you, one of the greatest compliments I get from people is when listeners tell me they don't agree with me, you know, maybe they're uh, very supportive of Trump and they don't agree with my criticisms of him or whatnot. Um, or, or they just disagree with me on a lot of things, but they listen anyway because while they may not see things the way I do, they enjoy the way I present things or, or you know, uh, present uh, arguments and so forth, or that I'm open to talking to people uh, who disagree with me because a lot of political or sort of politically based uh, talk shows, you have a, a host who only talks to... Uh, listeners who agree with them and only brings on guests who agree with them. And I, you know, that's not how I roll. You know, I'm an independent, so I can find uh, common ground on uh, some things with just about anyone, and I can find things to disagree with and pick fights with, you know, with just about anyone. And, and uh, but I, I do, uh, I do spend a lot of time lampooning the president. You know, what can I say? He's a very uh, colorful, uh, unique individual. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I have Trump supporters who listen to the show who, who say they really enjoy the show, even though they disagree with me. And that that to me is um, that to me is one of the greatest compliments that a listener can pay me. You know, is, is when they say, "I disagree with you, but I still enjoy the show because I just enjoy you. You do a great show." You know, um, that's part of why I feel like I said earlier in the best of when I played that clip of me kind of flipping out at Mike Doyle. I feel a little bad about that because Mike's always. Very complimentary, even though he disagrees with me. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah, that's been on my mind a little bit, but I think I might have been a little hard on him. But we continue on. Now, I'm going to share with you next an example of a listener and frequent caller who actually did, in fact, compliment me. Uh, and his name is Q. And Q uh, calls quite a bit. Uh, the first edition of The Best Of, we played a clip of him calling and. Uh, uh, being rather combative with me. But in this next clip, he actually compliments me on something. Uh, although, um, and there's other folks in the room too, uh, whom he addresses. One of them being uh, Jeff Scumpy Lorenz. Although uh, Scumpy is a Trump supporter, but Q even finds reason to take issue with uh, with Scumpy at the same time that he's complimenting me, or at least early in the clip. Q kind of turns on me eventually. but uh, So here, I'm going to share that with you next. Here it is. Now, all of a sudden, he's changing his story because he wants to be president. Or maybe he's afraid of Suge Knight. Who knows? I, I don't know why that would be. But, hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? This is Q again. Q! I like where you're going with this. You... I like where you're going. Well, you're the... finally banging on the right people, Ooh. Joe Biden and the Democrats. Oh, These people are evil. Look what they're doing. Well, I didn't. I didn't say Joe Biden was evil. I mean, I I, I kind of like him. The man actually. is evil. You know that. Well, well I, what is he? Eighty years old. He's talking he's, about running for president. Is he nuts? He's getting up there, and he does have hair plugs. Yes, hair plugs. Mm-hmm. But where, where does that come into the whole thing? I mean, is uh, well, is that not allowed now? Well, I think he. I you think know, one he, of these uh, days you're going to have hair plugs. Uh, I already do. 
I've seen that refi- re- I'm completely receding bald. forehead of yours. No, I, I'm completely bald. This is all... This it's is, just a matter of time. This is doll hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I glue it to but, my head. Uh, yeah, I, I, you're, you're on the right track. Mm. You're going after the right people. Mm-hmm. That uh, A.O. Castro woman, <laughs> she's no good. I like her. You know, uh, now we got uh, Camo Harris out there in California. Gonna, she's going to give teachers a $13,000 raise. Where the hell is that money coming from? Trump's trying to save this country, and the Democrats are trying to bring it down. Well, I mean, Trump did warn us uh, recently about, uh, apparently, I had no idea that uh, we shouldn't build any more windmills because wind turbines uh, cause cancer. I, I, I didn't know about that. Well, they kill birds, too. Trump said that. You he, know. he did say that, yes. So where are all the... Uh, where are all the uh, the tree huggers on that one? That's true. I mean, uh, and most of the birds are dead now. It's probably because of the uh, wind turbines. I mean, I don't see any birds yeah, absolutely. flying around you out know, there. I mean, not that I'm a, a fan of birds. No. I don't care about them, especially pigeons and seagulls. I find these animals very annoying. Yes, yes. But, uh, you know, Trump's under siege again. They want to see that, you know, that report that came through, you know, the, the Mueller thing exonerated Donald Trump 100%. 100% exoneration. Yes. <laughs> but a bunch of poor sports in the Democrat Party, that fat guy in the Democrat, uh, in the House of Representatives, what's his name? Oh, Jerry Nadler, that's what's fat shaming, uh, Q. Jerry Nadler? Nadstein, that's it. Oh, n- n- not quite, but he used to be much bigger. Did yeah, you? he's pretty big now, and he's short. Yeah, oh. And he, he, he just can't <laughs> let it go. You know, I think that guy's got a real bad case of Trump derangement syndrome. Oh, I've been hearing about this, this Trump derangement oh, syndrome. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of it going around. I think it might be, you know, a uh, uh, communicable disease oh. like AIDS. Oh, my goodness. Well, that's... Uh... Yeah, and I don't think you can recover from it. I think once you get it, it's fatal. Well, actually, you can with with HIV, you can take medication, and it doesn't have to kill you. I don't know if you know. Yeah, that, so. well, eventually, I think it gets to that. You well, know, all, I'm, not, I'm no expert on this. I'm uh, <laughs> not sure. You know, I'm looking at the deep state. That's my thing. You yes. know, I mean, I take odd jobs to get into these government agencies. Last time I I did it, I you know I was I got lucky. I was in the FBI building. You'd be surprised what Ooh. you can find there. Oh, wow. A lot of computers. They don't even shut them off. You can you can get a lot of stuff on a thumb drive. So that's where I'm at. <laughs> that's where and you're of course, at? I, I, deport, I, I report directly uh, to Donald J. Trump. Are you? Man's a genius. Hugh, are, are, are you supposed to be telling us any of this? I'm afraid you're going to get in trouble. No, it's okay. You'll never find me. You'll never oh. locate me. All right. And, you know, I mean, not surprisingly, my name is not really Q. Oh, right. I, I'm sure you realize that. Well, I don't know. That's I, a pseudonym. Oh, I thought maybe it was short for Quincy or something. No, but listen, you're on the right track. Start attacking the Democrats because they are that. That's the evil empire. Oh, and uh, and uh, you know they're the repository of fake news and everything bad. The Democrats. Wow. And it's not, not just that Nadstein guy. You know, the Castro woman, she's bad, too. Alexandria Ocasio-Castro. 
a true communist. I don't know if you're saying her name quite uh, correctly, Q, but it's close. Oh, I'm correct. I got it exactly right. You, you just, know I got it right. You just say AOC and, for uh, short. And, you know, there's a lot of people there. They don't understand what Trump's doing for this country. Hmm. They just got no appreciation. They just want to elect people that are going to bankrupt this country. Trump's Trump's trying to save it. Right. You know, we got that that we got that magnificent tax cut, which helped everybody. You know, uh, and uh, and American corporations are riding high now. You know, <laughs> America's coming back. Ooh, well, <laughs> yeah, Trump's well, making it great again. And uh, and you know, you had some you had some liberals and some progressives uh, really trying to tear the country down. They can't. They can't. <clears throat> trying to remove America from its pedestal. Oh. But, you know, I'm not with them. I'm with Trump. Yes, yes. Uh, well, yeah. that, that, that's... And, uh, but I sense you're not. You know, I sense you're not with Trump. I've listened to you. Yes. But uh, I'm probably wasting my time talking to you. Well, Q, I mean, I always uh, appreciate the call because we always learn something. I had no idea that uh, Q was not your real name and that you uh, report directly to the president. I had no idea. Yeah, well, I, uh, you know, it's in code, it's encrypted, you know, I, hmm. you know, I, I, hey, do you hear that thing about Mar-a-Lago, they're making a big deal about some Chinese woman with a, with a jump drive? I did hear about, is that oh, what... Probably it, the whole thing's a lie. Is that what gave you the idea to sneak into the FBI with a, with a thumb drive of your own? No, no, oh. I was, I've, I've been doing that for months, oh, you know, okay, I, right. I, 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 they got all the good stuff on the computer. Uh, you know what I'm trying to do? I'm trying to find that Mueller report. Ooh. Because I know it's in the building somewhere. Somebody's got yes. a copy of that, right? I would think so. What if you just went on one of totally the computers? Totally exonerates Donald Trump. You know, we heard yeah. it right from Barr. Everybody knows Barr's an honest guy. Can't you just go on one of the computers at the FBI and just open a search window? And oh, yeah, they leave them on. You know, I mean, you don't even need access. These people are pathetic. Ooh. Probably a bunch of Democrats. You know? <laughs> Probably, Claiming yes. they're Republicans, you know, to well, get the job. You know, they got, the, they got to be a Republican to get the job, you know, during a Republican administration like, you know, the Bushes. Right, right. Yes. Yeah. I, I, you might but, be right. Uh, about yeah, that. yeah. You go right in there. You get a lot of stuff. I'm, Ooh. I'm downloading a lot of stuff. I got one of those really fancy jump drives. You know. Uh huh. Uh huh. Big one. Ooh. Oh, wow. That's exciting. Yeah. And you yeah, haven't they, been caught. You know, Donald Trump himself bought it for me. Oh, wow. Well, he can certainly. So, afford I mean, it. I can. You know, I. You'd be surprised how big the files I. I got on that thing. You know, I got everything, but I haven't got the Mueller report. But I'm looking for it. Okay. Well, what do you think of the Mueller report, you know? I want to see it. I want to see the full report. But I'm a transparency guy, Well, you guy can't too. get the full report, you know, because they, 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 there's got to be some... It's got, you got, there's some things that are going to have to be hidden, you know. Well, uh, I know. You know, the, the grand jury stuff and all the uh, all the top secret stuff with it. And, you know, and, and, of course, anything that might be embarrassing to the first family, that's got to go. Oh, boy. Yes. Yeah. So I, there's not going to be much left. It's a waste of time even going after it. You know, they're going to redact everything. <laughs> so there's no, might as well not bother. Yeah, yeah, it's a waste of time. And not only that, it'll take them years in court. Trump's, Trump's got, got this all figured out. They're never going to see the, that report's never going to see the light of day. And, uh, and Barr, you know, this guy would tell us if there was anything negative about Donald Trump. He's a very honest man. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, he's been attorney general before. We know that attorney generals, are picked for their honesty and their trustworthiness. Always, yes, of course. Yeah, of course. and uh, and you know Trump, you know he 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 trusted he trusted that guy from uh, 
Mississippi or Alabama, some one of those weird states nobody ever goes to. <laughs> right. So Jeff Sessions, he trusted him. That's then the right. guy betrayed him, like so many in yes. the Trump cabinet, trying to embarrass the president of the United States. That's right. That's right. Kim. You know, like that EPA guy. What was his name? Oh. Yeah, Price or something? Uh, Tom, Can't remember that Tom guy's Price? name. Tom Price, right? Yeah, that sounds that sounds right. Yeah, you know the guy had the you know the the million dollar phone booth or something. It was ridiculous. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. Trump gives somebody a chance, and what happens? I know. You know it's like they can't wait they to just stab him in the back. Yeah, but Trump got rid of him. You know, you got to give him that. That's right. And then there was that other guy at Interior, Ryan selling Zinke. mining rights to to Exxon or something. You know. Yeah. Giving away the national parks. Not that that's a bad thing, because there's a lot of oil and minerals in those parks. And oh. I think the federal government should make some money on that stuff, don't you? Drill, baby, drill, to quote uh, the great uh, statesman uh, Sarah Palin. Or statesman. Sarah Palin. I mean, that was like ages ago. I know, but she's the one who uh, coined that phrase, isn't she? Drill, baby, drill. Drill, baby, drill. Absolutely. Yeah, that's right. No, actually, I think that was even before. They've been saying that for years. Yes. You know, and why not? we got a lot of oil in this country, as we're finding out. Yes. You know, people like uh, Cortez, she don't want to use that oil. But, you know, I don't know how she gets to the Capitol every day. Maybe she wa- rides a bicycle, you know, from Tacoma Park or uh, Montgomery County or wherever she lives. I mean, can you believe that broad? Have you looked at it? It's a different outfit every day. This money, she's, it's the best job she's ever had, right? Well, clearly. She's, she's I, part of that bread and circus crowd working as a bartender. Right. But now she's hit the mother load. You know, she got a federal job. That's right. Yeah, she probably has Lots like a... time uh, off, you know, five weeks of paid vacation. That bicycle she rides. sick days. It's probably a 12-speed or something. Probably one of those fancy ones. paid holidays. I mean, Ooh. these people hardly work. That's true. That is true. She's looking yeah, a little and, and, uh, you know, I don't know why everybody's paying attention to her. Why is everybody paying attention to her? Even on Fox News. It's, you know, 24-7. It's about Cortez. She appears to be the Excuse most... Uh, Castro. Yes. I got that wrong. Oh, oh, right. She seems to be the most influential yeah, she's, she's politician in the country right now. They're, uh, everyone's obsessed with her, Q. I don't know what it why? is. Why? Why? I don't get it. She's stupid. Well, she's... Uh, but she wears a lot of nice clothes, you know. Yes. Have you noticed her wardrobe? Different every day. This this stuff looks like she's got a thousand dollars worth of clothes on her every day. Woo, that's a lot that's of. What happens when you're making one hundred and seventy-two thousand dollars a year, up mm-hmm. from twenty thousand? Right. I'm sure she didn't. Uh, yeah, maybe she makes uh, some like tips that. too. I'm sure she doesn't report him to IRS. <gasps> she's a criminal, Ooh. just like every other Democrat. That's a pretty damning uh, accusation, Q. I hope you have something on your thumb drive to back that up. I don't need a thumb drive to know that. And what about that Camel Camel Harris? What about her? You think we ought to? How many public school teachers are going to get thirteen thousand dollars raised? What the hell is that about? Where's the money coming from? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure, uh, Q. <laughs> and why the teachers? They only work nine months a year. Everybody wants that job. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, and they get Christmas off for two weeks, and then they get Easter off. I mean, these people barely work. Oh well. That's that's right, Q. <laughs> well, I you guess just, 
you know. No, I don't think I like your tone. It's, it's they a little are. condescending. Has anybody ever accused you of that? Never. It's a little patronizing. You know that. Did you enjoy uh, Monday's show, Q? Uh, the uh, Matt Connerton smooth jazz experience. You know, um, I'm not a jazz guy. Uh-huh. I'm a heavy metal guy. You oh, know? nice. So uh, you know, I you know, if you, if you'd go with the heavy metal, you know, I'd I'd be listening to them. You, I the jazz thing. I, I it's this meandering melodies. I, I don't get it. Right. I don't get the whole jazz thing. Right. It's why that music isn't popular. Oh, you know? okay. How yeah. many how many Grammys get won by a jazz artist? Well, in the in the jazz uh, category, probably quite a few. They got a jazz category. Well, I don't watch the Grammys. You know, right, yeah. uh, you know, I'm no expert in this. I'm an expert in Donald J. Trump. Yes. stable genius. He is figuring out how to make America great again, and at the same time making a little money on the side with Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> you know, right. nothing wrong with that, right? Right. Of Everybody course. wants to join. He doubled the membership fee. Total business sense, you know. That is now, very the smart. Democrats, they're complaining about that. But, yes. uh, you know, it's not hurting America. He's making a little, little chump change. He don't really need the money, but he's in the habit of making money. That's who he is. Well, should we get, rid of, uh, should we get rid of the emoluments clause? Emoluments clause, yeah. Why would anybody pay attention to that? No, that's, and why that's is that a good thing? No. Why shouldn't a president of the United States be able to make a little money? What's wrong with that? Oh, well, uh, nothing, I suppose. Uh, everybody's got to make a little. Why shouldn't you make a little profit? Just as long as you don't betray the American people. <clears throat> right. Yeah, I'm with you there. Yeah, too. and Trump, he's not betraying the American people. No, no. You know, he's right there. Yeah, he's about to shut the border down, you know? Yeah, yeah. Going to uh, keep all those wetbacks from, uh, you know, crossing the, crossing the uh, Rio Grande. Yeah, like we really need a lot more of them, right? Well, uh, we we do uh, require on uh, a lot of that labor, uh, Q. We do rely rather. Yeah, on like a lot for of that what? Labor. How much fruit gets grown here? We're importing everything from Mexico. <laughs> They're taking us to the cleaners. That's why Trump had to negotiate that whole treaty again. Put that back on the right track. But that might be the the problem, Q, with closing the border, is we import all that from Mexico. We won't be able to get anything from Mexico if we close the border. Oh, they'll bring it in by boat or plane or something. Oh. We'll, we'll send drones down there to bring those bananas and mangoes in. It's good. It's all good. You know, you need to trust Donald Trump a little bit more. He's got it all figured out. You know, uh. But you're so busy listening to all these naysayers. These people that attack Donald Trump because they can't stand America succeeding. Right. Makes me a little bit sick, but they're losing, you know, total vindication, total vindication by Mueller, total exoneration, Donald Trump innocent of all charges, and they can't stand it. They just can't stand it. These people trumping up lies about Ooh. the president of the United States, make himself feel better so they can have something to attack. They ought to start looking inward. That's my theory on it. Start looking at their own personal corruption. <laughs> I see what you did there, trumping up lies. That was a good yeah, one, I, I, I don't like to use uh, Trump's name in vain like that. Right. But, uh, you know, I made a slight mistake, but... But listen, I, I gotta get back. I gotta get back. I gotta get my overalls on, and uh, you know, <laughs> gotta go to work tonight late. You know, my I got the I got the graveyard shift. 
Well, and uh, yeah. I got to download all this stuff. It's going to take me hours. I got like 250 gig of uh, very good information that Trump's going to be going over with a fine tooth comb. Wow. Well, if you uh, if you do find the Mueller probe, uh, I mean the Mueller report, I hope you'll uh, share it with us, Q. Although I have a feeling you won't. Oh yeah, you'll be you'll, you'll be the first to. Get, but you're getting the redacted version. You know, there's only going to be like two pages of text. Oh right, of course. Yeah, it's going to be shorter than the. Uh, than the bar report, you know, which is what everybody's really going to end up with. Right. <laughs> bar, my personal hero, a lot better than Jeff Sessions, let me tell you. Well, actually, I would agree with you on that, Q. He is a lot better than Jeff Sessions. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he doesn't have that sudden, stupid accent. Okay, listen, <laughs> I, I got to go. I got I to gotta, I gotta press my uniform, and I got to look like a workman. You know, I mean, really, I'm a deep state spy, but, uh, hey. You do what you got to do. That's the way it is these days. Yes. You can't ever look like what you really are. So listen, <laughs> keep up the good work. Go after Biden. Go after Camel. Uh, go after that <laughs> nauseating, you know, uppity uh, lawyer from M- Massachusetts. I mean, she, she wants to break up Amazon. You ever heard anything stupider than that? Everybody loves Amazon except this broad. Stay hell with her. That's what I say. Hey, listen, I got to go. I got to get the iron. Get right. the iron ready so I can press my uniform. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Q. All right, there you go. That was Q. Uh, Q was uh, a little more uh, a little more positive with me than usual, uh, I have to say. And uh, we had a, a positive conversation with Mike Doyle. It's like, oh, what's happening? So there you have it, another conversation with Q. I always really enjoy those. I still think I know that voice from somewhere. I just can't quite... Uh just can't quite place it. Anyway, you're listening to the best of Matt Connerton Unleashed. And our next clip, all right, now this one I've been saving. I referred to it earlier in the show. Uh, I think it was uh, close to the top of the show. I played for you the clip of uh, me confronting Eric Gagnon, EZG, and his comments about me on the morning show saying that I have no feelings. And I, I corrected him on that. I'm a deeply emotional man. But, uh... Now I'm going to play for you the the clip that was the genesis of that discussion on the morning show. And it was a reference to my April 1st edition where I unveiled to the world for the first time the debut of Matt Connerton's Smooth Jazz Experience. By the way, it was an April Fool's prank, but a couple people did actually believe it, which I think is uh, fascinating. I thought the whole thing was so absurd and over the top. People would just know, oh, he's just doing something funny for April Fool's Day. But no, a couple people really believed it. But uh, so on the uh, previous uh, edition of the best of Matt Connerton Unleashed, I played a clip of what happened later in the show. Uh, Matt DaCosta was in the studio with me and Dave Ridley called in. And Dave Ridley, because we kept this up for the full two hours, Dave Ridley was not feeling the smooth jazz. And it's actually... Uh, the clips uh, from uh, some sound bites from that interaction with Dave Ridley that were the genesis of virtual Dave Ridley. But anyway, uh, it's a very, if you're new to the show, it's it's very intricate. It's all these layers. But anyway, uh, what I haven't shared with you yet is what happened at the beginning of the show. I started out the show that day with EZG in the studio with me. And like I said earlier, he had no idea what he was walking into because he just, he shows up unannounced. 
when he comes on to the show. I don't know that he's coming in. He just kind of appears. So he had no clue what he was walking into on April 1st. He had no idea he was walking into some smooth jazz. And not only would I be playing some smooth jazz, but I even uh, performed a song live on the air. So that is all included in this next clip. I think you'll enjoy it. This is one of my favorites uh, uh, in, in recent memory on the show. This, this was a lot of fun. Uh, this was, uh, again, this is from the April 1st episode. Matt Connerton's Smooth Jazz Experience featuring EZG, Eric Agnum, in studio with me. Ah, that's groovy. Welcome, everybody, to the debut of Matt Connerton's Smooth Jazz Experience. Here for the first time on WMNH. 95.3 FM, it is April 1st. 2019 and are you ready for some smooth jazz <laughs> eric agnan is here eric yeah, how are you happy april fool's day you fool are you ready for some smooth eric we got a lot of smooth jazz and we have a big big announcement oh boy effective today and you know it's because of the change in format of the show it's why he agreed to do oh i forgot to put on my sunglasses you need to wear eric do you have any sunglasses with you i do can you put them on? All right, I'll get on my jacket. All right. Well, Eric's getting his uh, his glasses because you know you need to be wearing sunglasses for smooth jazz. I am pleased to announce that for the first time, well, it is a brand new show after all. For the first time, I have an official, an official permanent co-host because he's been hanging around the studio quite a bit every time I do my show. So I made the deal with him, and he's now come aboard. The ghost of John McCain is now my official co-host. How do you feel about that ghost? Pretty freaky. I'm very happy with where we are. That's right. He loves. Who knew? Who knew that John McCain, even when he was uh, part of this earthly realm, he loved smooth jazz. Did you? You didn't know that, Eric? No. Easy G, actually. This is an appropriate. I got to get into the habit of calling you that easy G. Is this your big announcement? You sound like you're from. Uh, I turn your mic up a little bit. You're a little far from it, but that's okay. This is your big announcement. The big announcement. This is it. This is the new show every oh weekday, four to six p.m. right here on WMNH ninety five point three FM. Matt Connerton's smooth jazz oh experience. Boy. Eric, do you love or Easy G? I should say. Do you love smooth jazz the way I love? Smooth uh, jazz. Sometimes. You know what I love about it? Oh. Smooth. Oh, all right. I love some uh-huh. smooth jazz. And it turns out, so does the ghost of John McCain. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah, oh, so boy. he's going to be here with me every every day as well. Oh, boy. Yeah, he loves smooth jazz almost as much as he loves not actually being a war hero, it turns out. Can oh, you believe boy. it? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you the story, uh, Easy G. I never really thought I was into smooth jazz, but then over the weekend, I don't know if you know this about me, but I uh, I participate in a touring uh, trapeze act, and uh, we were know. yeah we were practicing our routine, and I slipped and I fell on my head, 
Turns out I have 17 uh, different contusions on my brain, also known as uh, concussions. And uh, ever since I hit my head, I just love smooth jazz. It's also a whole new world has opened up for me. I even remember, even though it's probably just part of the injury, but I swear I remember growing up on the bayou, growing up in Nolens, blowing into a big horn. I remember all of it. All of it, like it actually happened, even though they tell me these are delusions. But I don't know. Ever since I hit my head, I love, I can't get enough of it. John Tesh and Kenny G and Chuck Mangione or Mangione, however you say his name. I just love some smooth jazz. And I realized what I had to do. I realized it is now my mission, my mission in life, Easy G. To bring smooth jazz to the world, to all those who may have forgotten it when the when the format started to become less successful back in the 1990s, we have to bring back the smooth jazz. Don't you think so? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, you look pretty good in those shades. Yeah, you know, kind of hard to see. I'm gonna take them off. Hard to? Oh no, leave them on for another. I just put the camera on you, Easy oh, G. All right. Leave them on for another minute. Just pretend that you're blinded by your passion, oh, your love of smooth jazz. Uh, it's okay. It's not my favorite. Uh, it doesn't have to be your favorite, Eric. All right. Easy G. Doesn't have to be your favorite. You just have to love it. You have all to right. love it the way you would love. Well, something you love. What's something you love, EZG? Uh, Talk to us about love, since we're talking about smooth jazz. Uh, we're on the road to uh, WrestleMania. This we time. are on the road to WrestleMania. There used to be a wrestler named Jazz. You remember her? Jazz? Uh, uh, I might be wrong about that. Actually, she was one of the Nitro girls, now that I'm thinking about it. Oh, yeah. She was a dancer. I think that's who Shawn Michaels, the Heartbreak Kid, got married to. Jazz, I think, maybe. I think you might be right. I think I might be right about that. Yeah. See? It all comes together. You can't avoid the smooth jazz. Does being on the road to WrestleMania put a song in your heart like smooth uh, jazz does? It's exciting. It is exciting. Smooth jazz puts a song in my heart. It puts an entire catalog of Dave Brubeck right into my arteries. It's very strange. It's a strange sensation, actually. It kind of burns a little, but I like it. I like the smoothness of it. Oh, boy. Are you enjoying our new smooth jazz format here during this two-hour block? I don't know what to think about it. I mean, Matt Connerton unleashed it was fun while it lasted, but I think Matt Connerton's smooth jazz experience is what the listeners have really been clamoring for. It's what they didn't even know they needed, but I'm here to provide it to them. Oh, boy. I don't know if people might turn the channel. Oh, no. Those people who are turning the channel, they're bird brains. They don't know what they're doing. <laughs> they need to enjoy the smooth jazz. Oh, boy. They need to enjoy some, uh, uh, like the theme from, you like television shows. Eric, you do that uh, thing during your entertainment report. Has Taxi ever been uh, your show I of the week? I don't do it no more. Because uh, if you notice the uh, theme song from Taxi. I don't do it no more. The theme song from Taxi. That's some smooth jazz right there, uh, I, Easy G. I dropped that part of the entertainment report. Oh, that's too bad. What are you gonna do? Uh, what are you gonna replace it with? Some uh, talk about smooth jazz? Maybe, maybe no. you give everybody an update on what's going on. I who's repl- on tour? I replace it with other information. Other information. You're being very vague and coy. What kind of other information, EZG? Tell us more. Uh, this miscellaneous stuff going on. Miscellaneous in the world. stuff in the world. Oh boy. Well, I'll tell <laughs> you, you have what. To stay tuned next week. Stay tuned next week. 80th, 80th report. 
Yes. Would you consider including some smooth jazz in your uh, in your report? Uh, probably not. Okay. Well, I don't know if you've given it the proper. I'll tell you what. I'll ask you again. I'll ask you again next time I see you. Maybe you just need to give it some thought. I thought about it. Who's your favorite jazz musician, EZG? Uh, Who do Kenny you love? Kenny pretty good. Yeah. Ooh. My mother plays them. Oh, Kenny G is a genius, I'll tell you. And Kenny G knows how to select uh, hair products. Wouldn't you agree? I rather like some instrumental music when we sit down for dinner. The instrumental music, yeah. yeah when that dinner's over, she puts back on the uh, loudmouth Howie Carr. Very, oh my goodness, nothing too jazzy there. Howie Carr, definitely not someone I would consider groovy. Uh, we have uh, Bob Burl, also known as Bobby B in the Facebook live chat. He says, I like me some smooth jazz. It's already catching on, Easy G. Oh, it's already a big success. You can't go wrong with smooth jazz. So this one person, I don't know if that's a success. Uh, that one person's a tastemaker, I'll tell you. That one oh, person. Boy. It starts with one, <laughs> and then it spreads. It's like a like a crack in some glass, like a spider web. A spider web of jazz. A month from today, uh, actually a month from tomorrow, is going to be the uh, Taco Tour. Ooh. Did you go there last year, Matt? I did not. I'm going this year. I've never been. Oh, very nice. We have a call. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton's Smooth Jazz Experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so what do you mean? Like, no more politics or something? I mean, like, are we going to talk about, like, the government and, and, like, how they're all, you know, like, you know, how, like, they all brainwash up, you know? Um, through TV and stuff, you know. I don't think we only talk about politics, huh? That ship has sailed. It's not about politics anymore, babe. It's about smooth jazz. <laughs> That's what it's about. That's a gay. That's what it's about. I know. Well, you know, there may be. Uh, oh my goodness! Well, wow. well, I don't think she's a fan of your new show. I think she uh, she may have canceled out uh, Bobby B's. Uh, Maybe she's turn on the loudmouth Howie Cardo. Not everyone likes the smooth jazz. Easy G. We have a uh, Doctor Jeff Cassell in the Facebook live chat now. Doctor Cassell, he's an artist. He's a visual artist. He paints things. Right. And I would not be surprised if he paints while listening to John Tesh. For inspiration. Oh uh, we also have Jenny in the Facebook live chat. Oh. Uh, Brian Rourke is in the Facebook live chat. Brian's a musician. I bet he really appreciates some of that smooth jazz. What about Jenny? Uh, Jenny, uh, oh yeah, Jenny loves the smooth jazz. Wow. Uh, we have Pete Trouble Morse in the Facebook live chat says, any shout outs? Cheddar on Rye? Bookery? Oh, is that directed to you? I think that's directed to you, EZG. Yeah, that's my morning show. show. Pete Trouble Morris is looking for some shout-outs. <coughs> I do that on the morning show. Oh, you want to do that here? Do yeah. they play some smooth jazz at the bookery? Seems appropriate for a bookstore. They do play some music at the... Uh, they have different shows there, yep. I like to sit down with a good book and listen to some uh, some Kenny G. They have poetry and they have a little bit of this. Oh, my of, goodness. I love that place. Yeah. Uh, Carol Becker says, nice shades, Matt. Thank you, Carol. I wear these when I'm feeling jazzy and smooth. <laughs> Hello to Alex O'Connor in the Facebook live chat. I think Alex might be appearing on the show soon. I didn't get a chance to respond yet, but I saw a message from him. He's a musician, you know. I don't know what kind of music he plays. I'm hoping, it's, I'm hoping it's smooth jazz. You can take those off, Easy G. Oh, I don't expect you to wear them all the time, unless, of course, you're blind. 
I'm not blind. I'm actually blind. Uh, that's one of the things that happened to me when I hit my head. I began to enjoy smooth jazz, and I went completely blind. But uh, the because of the Americans with Disabilities Act, the studio had no choice but to install some Braille. My, I think I pulled my leg today. I would never pull your leg, Easy G. I think you are. Unless I was going for some sort of submission hole. Brooklyn Mike tried to pull everybody's leg by saying he's moving back to Brooklyn. I heard that. Uh, Brooklyn Mike's they a musician. Go, they had me going for a second. They got quite a jazz scene in New and York Peter City. And Peter didn't fall for it. He said, it's April Fool's Day, buddy. Oh, Peter He said, you're right. April Fool's. Peter's a cool cat. I bet he likes some smooth jazz. I don't know. I think his show is groovy. Even, it is groovy, yeah. Even when you're on it, Easy G. <laughs> I'm just kidding with you. It's always groovy with you. Yeah, I won't be on the rest of the week. So why won't you? Oh, because the uh, uh, Friday I, I'm not coming on because I, I gotta uh, I gotta work a double shift and then I got things to do. You should take some uh, music lessons. You can come in here and be part well, of our new live jazz ensemble. Mar- Mario's coming in and they're gonna have uh, the guy on the radio. I mean, on the um, it's everywhere uh, coming in to promote the um, the. Uh, uh, yeah, Chrissy Kenton, uh, prostate cancer, uh, event. Ooh, nothing. Mark Plain's gro- coming in the house. Ooh. Play my game. Groovy. We have a call. Welcome to Matt Connerton's smooth jazz what experience. What is this stuff you're doing, huh? What's that? What is this, what is this garbage you're doing, huh? We're doing uh, some smooth talk, jazz. Talk, you 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 you hear our, music, huh? Did you hear our opening song? Talkie, it talkie, was, talkie, talkie, it was talkie, groovy. I might have, huh? to, I might have to play it, it again. It was so Oi. good. Well, you know, uh, can't please. Ev- I don't know how to do nothing. Can't please everyone with the smooth jazz. Listen to that Oi, bass. You don't know jazz from your pockets. You don't know nothing. You don't know nothing at all. You think you know it all, but you're too young. You're mistaken. You know. Go back to what you had. This is a topic that's above your head. Bye. Just join some smooth jazz. Not everyone likes it. Do you like this EZG? Uh, it's groovy, isn't it? Sometimes. Yeah. Makes me want to get up and dance. Yeah. But I'm just going to stay seated and do that. Because I don't want to embarrass you with my my dance moves. Yeah. Because I, I know that everyone's jealous. When oh, I start sure they sh- are. shaking my hips. Yeah, I'm sure you're just as good as Elvis Presley was back in the day. I don't mean to show off, but I can even scat. Want to do some scatting with me? What does that mean? Here, let me give you an example. Shooby dooby 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 dooby. Pretty good, huh? Oh, it's good or not? Ever since I hit my head, I'm like a. A master scatter, if that's even a thing. I don't think it's a thing. Oh, I think it is. Uh, ooh, we have some uh, Facebook Live activity. Uh, Alex O'Connor says, I'd love to participate in your uh, live jazz ensemble. And uh, Carol Becker said something, too, but I can't. Oh, she said jazz, but all fancy. <laughs> Uh, Carol says, is that the scat man? Might as well be, Carol. I'm pretty good. You got to admit, EZG, that's pretty good. Not bad. Yeah. Let's hear you do some scatting. Not to put you on the on the spot or anything. I know uh, it's difficult to follow me because I'm so good. I can't do it. It's easy. You just got to 
not think about it too hard. Just be all like, shooby dooby 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 doo bop 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 a wah. See? I don't, oh. want, I don't want to lose your lot. You just got to let the... You just got to let the spirit move you into scatting. You got to be like the scat man. What did you want to talk about, Easy G? Did you have some sort of a thing going on? What's uh, what's all up in your mind today? What's floating around in your head? What kind of vibes do you want to lay down on us? If vibes are even a thing that you lay down on other things, I don't know if that uh, even really works. That might have been a poorly constructed sentence. One word shows it. Ah, oh, sorry. Easy G, you're very, very far from your microphone. Oh, I'm sorry. We want everybody to hear this your is one weird show. dulcet tones. I didn't, I didn't see this one coming. This is the new show, Easy G. I don't know if I like Matt it so Connerton's much. smooth jazz experience. I don't, think, I don't know if I like it that much. Well, you just have to get used to it, Easy G. Maybe sometime you'll hit your head and then you'll suddenly find oh, my head you before. love jazz. Smooth jazz. That's a big yawn, Easy G. Yeah, buddy, show's putting me to sleep. Oh, I know what's putting you to sleep. It's those dulcet tones of mine. Maybe you need to hear some smooth jazz to wake you up. Oh, boy. Here. Here's some John Tesh. What could be better? You might know this song, Easy G. Against All Odds by Phil Collins. Oh, God, he's singing that? No, he's not singing it. John Tesh picked up a saxophone and blew into it. I do like saxophone. Isn't this nice? Isn't this nice? This ought to perk you right up, Easy G. Oh, thank you for sleeping. Yeah. Ooh, Alex O'Connor says Easy G and Kenny G. Are you and Kenny G related, Easy G? No. Oh. Just a coincidence. Oh, right. Do you think you could play the sax like John Tesh? Uh, no. Oh. I have no musical uh, talent. Oh. I do like this song. Do you like the original song, Eric, by, uh... Uh, what's his, uh, Phil Collins. I forget what movie it's from. Oh, yeah, I saw Phil from. Collins in a concert years ago. Hmm. Did you ever, uh... <laughs> I don't know why you're so <laughs> I'm drowsy. I'm gonna take a nap. <laughs> Ooh, P. Trouble Morse says, tell us about your ingrown toenail, Easy G. That yeah, ought to wake you up. I'd rather not. Okay. I tried to forget about it. What movie is this from? Do you remember? Uh, jump over a bridge. I don't know. Jump over a bridge. Is that a jump, movie? Jump off a bridge. Jump off a bridge. I don't think there is such a movie. Easy G. And yes, that's there some is. very it, bad it advice. Was, it's a wonderful life. Unless, the, unless the guy jumped off the bridge and then the angel saved him. Yeah, but the, that's not the name of the movie. No, I know, but he did jump off. Oh, I think that's what Jump Claire, by Van Clarence, Halen is about. Clarence uh, saved him. Yes. Easy G, I feel like shopping at uh, in a department store. How about you? You ever go shopping and uh, listen to some John Tesh? Uh, not really. Mm. Jenny says, TMI. <laughs> Carol says, what's all this about toenails? I agree. I wonder if there's any smooth jazz songs about toenails. Probably not. Boy, listen to John Tesh blow. Oh, boy. Easy G. There really is a synergy here because on the morning show, when you do your entertainment report, it's accompanied by the theme from Entertainment Tonight. Yes, it is. And when we were kids, that was hosted by the great John Tesh. When, oh, yeah, you're right. When you used to watch John Tesh, 
on Entertainment Tonight. Did you ever imagine that he would eventually go on to record such fantastic smooth jazz? No. Mm. I never would have guessed. I used to love that show. Still on the air, I think. Entertainment Tonight, yes, but not with John Tash. He's too busy making beautiful music. Yeah. Ah, feel that groove. One freaky show. Did you ever sing this song to your wife when you were splitting up? I don't think so. Take a look at me now. No. Because I'll still be standing here. And you coming back to me is against all odds. It's the chance I've got to take. Take a look at me now. Did you ever sing that? Or or recite it? No. Me neither. But I'll tell you what. I really like that song even more than I ever did before. Making me drowsy. Well, Eric, you know, you just got to give into the groove. Get into the groove of some smooth jazz. Thankfully, I got to leave soon. I bet when you get home, (laughs) you're going to start thinking about picking up a musical. Do you play a musical instrument, Eric? I used to play the drums. Ooh, very nice. Did you play with brushes like they do in smooth jazz? No, I just played the, the drums. I was never really that good. I was, no, I was no Justice Spencer, that's for sure. John Midas Manning, also known as DJ Midas, he hosts a show called Late Night Delight here on yeah, WMNH 95.3. Heard it, I heard it a ago. He says it's a sexy show, guys. Eric, are you secure enough in your masculinity to be told that you're part of a sexy show while you're sitting here with another man? Listening to smooth jazz. I don't know what to think at this point. Because I'll tell you what, some of those, uh, some of that smooth jazz music sounds like the soundtrack to some adult films I've seen. Not that I've actually watched any adult films, yeah, mind you. I'm a paragon of virtue, but some of those songs are a little, uh, a little sexual, I think. A little romantic, if you know what I mean. A little, uh, a little bit amorous. Yeah. yeah. You're really far away from the mic yeah, again, Eric. True. What did you want to talk about today, EZG? Uh, I don't know. I, I forgot everything I wanted to talk about. Because the great thing about the smooth jazz format is you can talk about anything, really. It just has to all come sleep? back to smooth jazz. Was it right to uh, DJ Midas says, uh, hot throbbing jazz licks. Yes. Uh, Jenny says, uh, Oh, she's asking about your ingrown toenail, I think. Uh, Carol says a little risque. I think that's, uh, I think that's the part that, uh, you know, I don't know if you know this, uh, EZG about me, but I'm also a hypnotherapist. Yeah, I, I've heard you talk about it. Sometimes when I'm doing a hypnosis session, you know what I play in the background? Kenny G. Yeah. Oh, boy. All kinds of other smooth jazz. Yeah. Well, I hate to do this, but I, I gotta go. So. I don't think that you hate to do this, EZG. Uh, probably not. It's yeah, this point you seem like you. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, uh, leave if you must. But I'll I tell must. you what, you're gonna miss out on some smooth jazz. Yeah, got a I lot gotta of, do what I gotta do. Got a lot of smooth jazz. I mean, we're only we're only 24 minutes into the show. Got another uh, more than an hour and a half left of Matt Connerton's smooth jazz experience. The brand new show here on WMNH 95.3 FM. What's that, EZG? Oh, no. I think this is going to be a rousing success. Getting a lot of love in the Facebook live chat. Everyone's loving the Matt Connerton Unleashed. No, I said it wrong. The Matt Connerton Smooth Jazz Experience. Well, we're unleashing some smooth jazz now, aren't we? Let's see. 
Uh, John Manning, uh, DJ Midas says, Easy G, Kenny G related. Yes, I think they are. Eric just doesn't want to admit it because he doesn't have uh, as nice hair as his uh, very distant cousin. Alex O'Connor says, Hypnotize him with that smooth jazz. Well, I think that might be part of the problem, Alex. I think uh, I think that might be exactly what happened. So if you're just joining us, this is the brand new show that you'll now be hearing every day from 4 to 6 p.m. weekdays here at WMNH. Matt Connerton's smooth jazz experience, and I think we're already off to a rousing start. Might be using the term rousing a little bit loosely, but I think it's time. Wow. Let's do this. Let's play some more John Tesh. I know you all love the John Tesh. Of course, a former host of Entertainment Tonight, now a smooth jazz artist. Oh, Pete Trouble uh, Morse says, well, at least he contributed some quality content to the show before he left. Well, that's what we count on for EZG. Here's a little number, a, a cover uh, by John Tesh called uh, I Will Always Love You. I should look up to the I should look up the lyrics. Maybe I can, uh, maybe I can accompany Mr. Tesh. I mean, I'm no Whitney Houston, but, uh, nah, too soon for that particular joke that just popped into my head. If I should stay, I would only be in your way. So I'll go, but I know. I'll think of you every step of the way. And I will always love you. Oh, that's groovy. I don't know where we are in the song, actually. Bittersweet memories. That is all I'm taking with me. So goodbye. Please don't cry. We both know I'm not what you, you need. She probably should have said that to Bobby Brown at some point, but we won't get into that. And I will always love you. You should never start a sentence with and, by the way. That's grammatically incorrect. I, oh, I think this is the chorus. We'll always love you, babe. I'm throwing in the babe. It sounds more jazzy. I will always love you. I think we're going into a verse now. I'm not sure. It's very difficult without lyrics. Listen to those drums. I hope life treats you kind. Ah, uh, that's also, uh... Grammatically incorrect, I believe it would be kindly. And I hope you have all you've dreamed of. And I wish you joy and happiness, EZG. EZG's just re-entered the room. You can't see him because he's not on camera. But above all else, I wish you love. Yeah, that's groovy. This is clearly the chorus, and I will always love you. I'm not actually singing this to you, EZG, don't worry. That would be a little weird. Not that there would be anything wrong with that. That would still be groovy. 
It's just not my thing. Some people like cake, some like ice cream. It's all good. It's all good when there's smooth jazz. Oh, we're still in the chorus. I will always love you. I will always love you. I will always love you. I don't know how many times to say it, but I think we're at the end of the song now. Good timing. Easy G. Do you have anything to say before you go? Wait, let me uh, put the camera back on you there. There you go. Any last words, Easy G? The song's over now, so you can uh, feel free to... uh, Here, I can turn that mic up for you. You have nothing to say? Really? You're speechless? I was going to say, that never happens on the morning show. On the morning show, you're quite verbose. Sometimes, Peter White, who's a very, very groovy cat, sometimes he has to admonish you and say, Easy G, getting a little out of control there. He brings the worst out. I think he brings the best out of you, Easy G. I think he brings the best out of you. But you know what I think could bring even more out of you, more of the best, if you give it a chance? You know what it is? You know what it is? Some smooth jazz. Oh, yeah. That's what I... Oh, Heidi says I scared you away. She said, this is a great idea for the morning show. What if Ryan Gorman's a big... Oh, what's that? What if Ryan Gorman likes smooth jazz? I bet Ryan Gorman likes the smooth jazz. I I bet... He's an artist. He's a painter. I bet... Oh, yeah, you're right. Yes, he is. I can imagine him listening to some, some Dave Brubeck. Some... Chuck Mangiannoni, or however you say his name, while he's doing his painting. You know, those artists, they like the smooth jazz. He's, he says he's going to give you a big hug? Oh, right, yes, you did. You had a fight. That wouldn't have happened. That argument wouldn't have happened had there been some smooth jazz playing in the background. Oh, sorry, what? Made for great radio. That is true. Easy G is leaving us. Apparently, he has had his daily dose of smooth jazz. I say daily dose, that might sound a bit presumptuous, but I truly believe that after today, he's just not going to be able to help himself. He's going to be looking for some more smooth jazz. Hopefully, we have broadened his horizons here today, and I think that's wonderful. I feel good about that. I mean, I don't want to take uh, uh, too much credit, but uh, let's see. Ooh, Carol Becker in the Facebook live chat says, smooth jazz. That's right, Carol. You've got the right idea. Bobby B in the Facebook live chat says, I think you converted him. I bet that he can't wait to go listen to some smooth jazz. I think you're right, Bobby B. In fact, I know you are. I know you are. Let's see. What else do we have to listen to? We've got a lot of great stuff for you today. Here on the new show, if you're just tuning in, Matt Connerton's Smooth Jazz Experience. It's where you come to experience some smooth jazz. Where else can you get that? Well, probably a lot of places. But uh, now, I was. Uh, it was suggested because I did say I was taking requests. One of the things was suggested that I play was... I'm not familiar with this gentleman. Uh, his first name is Herb. Herb Alpert. Well, I like that name. Herb. That's a nice name, if you know what I mean. Let's give this a listen. 
Ooh. This is called The Taste of Honey. Well, what's smoother than honey when you're enjoying some nice, smooth jazz? That's a true story, by the way, I was telling. I hope no one thinks I was making that up. We were doing this uh, trapeze routine, and I just fell splat right on my head. And I was unconscious, and I had an out-of-body experience. And I actually... While I was separated from my body, perhaps it was a dream. It seemed very real. I actually met Kenny G. And he told me, he said, he said, Maddie, he called me Maddie C. He said, you're going to get another chance at life. You don't have to come and be with us yet. You get to go back. But when you do, you have a mission. You have a purpose for this second chance. You have to reintroduce the world to smooth jazz. And then I regained consciousness and I told everyone in the room what had happened to me. And uh, they all laughed and said, that's impossible because uh, turns out Kenny G is actually still alive. And I said, well, regardless, that experience meant something to me. And it was groovy. Everything was groovy on that day. I probably should uh, resign from uh, being a part of the trapeze act. I'm uh, a little bit of a klutz, you know. Ooh, I like this this herb. I don't mean, you know what I mean. That's his name. Herb Alpert. Wow, who knew? I'm discovering all kinds of new things today. Carol Becker just shared something in the Facebook live chat from YouTube. I hope it's something groovy. What could this be? Ooh. Dave Brubeck. We might have to check this out. Whoops. I did say, uh, I apologize. I got excited by the smooth jazz. I did say I was taking requests. All right, here we go for Carol Becker. Here's some smooth jazz from Dave Brubeck. Ooh, I know this song. We have a call. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton's Smooth Jazz Experience. Who's this? Hey, Matt, it's Scumpy. I'm loving the I'm loving the smooth and the cool jazz, man. Jeff Scumpy Lorenz, enjoying the smooth oh, jazz. Oh, baby, it's beautiful. Oh, you had me laughing out loud with Easy G there into the smooth jazz, man. <laughs> Easy G seems a little reluctant to give himself over to the smooth jazz. I don't know why, man. I think it's. You know that Herb Alpert? Oh, my God. I remember my mother playing that album over and over. I love that album. That oh. is really smooth jazz. It is smooth. Is it Herb Alpert? I assumed it was Herb Alpert, if you know what I'm saying. Is, uh, it, Herb, is it Herb like Sage or like Time, or is it Herb like my dad, Herb Lorenz? I don't know. I'm very confused. Or is it Herb? Or is it an Herb? A herb? 
I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's all very confusing. But it's not smooth jazz. In some ways, this is all new to me, Scumpy, but in some ways, I feel like it's always been deep inside. It seemed to me like Easy G didn't appreciate the smooth jazz, man. Easy. Why wouldn't he appreciate the smooth jazz? Easy G was falling asleep. He was getting a little drowsy. He was starting to yawn, and his eyelids got very well, heavy. Well, maybe you should put on a little, a little rock and roll or maybe a little kiss or something. Huh? Well, maybe it'll woke his ass up. I could have done that, but that doesn't quite fit the format of the new show here at WMNH. Matt Connerton's smooth jazz experience. <laughs> smooth. How about some funky jazz, man? Some funky jazz. Oh, we can play all. Stuff, we can play all kinds of jazz as long as we bring it back to smooth jazz. Have you ever been in a in a smooth jazz band, Scumpy? Oh, yes, I have, man. Mm. I actually played trumpet in a smooth jazz band. Oh, very nice. Very nice. I did. I took, I took trumpet lessons back in... Imagine your new bathroom. A sparkling new tub. A modern shower conversion. A seamless new wall. All done in as little as a day. Introducing Bath Fitter. Join over 2 million customers. Delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bath Fitter. 35 years of better bath remodels. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. 